What's up, everybody? This is uh, the bonus episode of Saturday Night Nerds live streaming podcast. It's your boy, Deontay the Giant. I got the gang with me, Emperor Will D, the king. And we got Cameron and EJ also hosting with us. Glad to have you guys out with us. Hey, what's up, man? Yes, sir. Uh, We got three. Well, we got three uh, smaller. Well, I wouldn't say small, like brief topics, kind of. Uh, Black Adam, House of the Dragon Season 1, maybe Tales of the Jedi, and some other shows and movies that we've been watching before the show ends. And then we'll start with Black Adam first and then give our thoughts and opinions on that and then keep it going for the rest of the uh, the content. I'm so without further ado, I am going to play the theme song. Yes, sir. An hour late and feeling great. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Saturday Night Nerds live streaming podcast bonus episode for the October streamer streamathon that we've been having. Uh, Emperor King Will just stepped out for a second, but he should be back shortly. Uh, once again, I got Cameron and EJ with me. And we are reviewing House of the Dragon, Black Adam, Tales of the Jedi, and whatever else we can squeeze in in this time frame. So, without further ado, the first topic will be Black Adam, and instead of Rochambeau, I I guess we'll start with the, the Cam, we'll start with Cam first and go clockwise from my my screen okay say save save the best for last if you want to say that (laughs) (laughs) put the best up first (laughs) i don't know about that now Uh, no uh black adam i thought it was like a really good really entertaining movie for sure uh as anyone who knows like dwayne johnson like he posts and tells everything. Uh, he's been working on this movie for the last 15 years. And just the fact that it took him this long to like make this movie happen, it's just kind of surreal. And just, like, granted, there are a few things that uh, finer points in, like, the story that could have been done a little bit better, like, more explained, like, yeah. thorough. But for the most right. part, I, en- I enjoyed it, like, just about most, if not everything, about it for sure, like, he did a great job playing like the stoic, like unforgiving, unclenching. I'll I'll stare at whole through your skull, Black Adam. Like mm-hmm. he did a great job, and just for sure. And the 
the action sequences were on point. One of my favorites was when, in the beginning, when he leaves the tomb and, like, there's, like, all these armed forces and, like, they start firing at him and then, because he's as basically as fast as Superman, like, time slows down. It's like whenever, if anyone here has watched X-Men, Days of Future Past or Apocalypse, and we see Quicksilver move Silver. so fast, everything slows down. Yeah. It's it's so surreal. It looked really, really cool. Granted, Quicksilver does the does that the best, but this was actually really done really well. And uh, him and Pierce Brosnan were definitely the stars of this because mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan was perfectly cast as Doctor Fate. Yeah. I, he was amazing, and I want to see more of him. It's like that, even after what happened, if anyone's seen the movie, if, if we we also advise you. There will be spoilers, so if you don't mm. want to hear it, you can click out now. If you don't mind, like like run. DJ, we don't like yeah, run for the hills. <laughs> but uh, but no, even after what I want to see more, more Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate for sure. He, I want to see more of the two and just have them like because clearly they've been around for a while, but this is the first time we're actually hearing about them. So mm-hmm. like, where where are they? Like where have they been? Like. Yeah, the world almost ended what five years ago. So <laughs> where were they? But, but like no, journals no, I, kind of thing, like yeah, it feels like whoa, in, in, yeah. international yeah. crises. That, that's what Hoffman <clears throat> said. But no, I if any, I liked Aldous Hodges. He's he's probably my favorite person that's played Hawkman. Like, and there hasn't been that much done with him too. Like they had him on Smallville, they had him on Legends of Tomorrow. But mm-hmm. I definitely liked Aldous for sure. And uh, hands down, the cat. Most of the cast was like on point, amazing, and yeah, I, yeah. I mean, uh, and ob- obviously, like what they tease for the future, uh, like at the end, if basically everyone knows, like he was in, Henry Cavill was in the movie at the very end, but uh, mm-hmm. they they say that he they're not going to d- directly like instantly go for a Superman Black Adam movie, but they're gonna build up to that yeah, and that, yeah. that that would be pretty really really good and uh but yeah i all around like i definitely recommend going to see black adam for sure and you got anyone out there who loves dc who loves who or who loves dwayne johnson you guys will love it for sure but uh but yeah I, on point for sure uh yeah, I think that's about all from me. Uh, Will, you want to go next? Uh yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like, like you, uh, you were saying, man. Like, I definitely recommend going to watch this. Uh, like, I know a lot of people say it's not worth you spending your money to go to the movies and watch, but for me, it was worth it because this was like pretty much a historical day for DC, man. Like, like it's then it, it was doing numbers, you know what I'm saying? Um, and at the same time, it was the experience of it all to to just be there and witness that happening in real time and stuff like that. Uh, I'd say, you know, it's up to you. It's up to you. I'm not going to tell you it's worth going to see it, you spending your money. You decide what you want to do, but for me, it was worth it. Um, <clears throat> also, um, like, they perfectly casted everybody 
Like, it was amazing, man. Like, and like uh, Cameron was saying, uh, Pierce killed it. I did have my, uh, I had my, I had my uh, reservations on him, man, playing um, Dr. Fate. And I'm like, ah, can he really do it? <laughs> and I guess with CGI and everything, yeah, he could. Like, uh, but, uh, yeah, he, 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 he did that part, man. And I'm like, yeah, I, I couldn't have picked. I don't see anybody else playing them. You know, it's like it's like one of those things where you you're like, I can't see anyone else playing Superman. I can't see anybody else playing Iron Man. Other than you can't see anyone else playing Deadpool. Deadpool, like they right. We casted all of them. Uh, Hawkman was was also a good choice. You know, they the actor they chose for him was man on point. I loved it. Swag. You know, the, the whole cast together had some good moments. They they had some comedic moments, but at the same time, they knew when to take it down or not and get serious with it. You know what I mean? Um, right. And and, and Dwayne Johnson, he's usually, like, pretty, like, charming and just, like, yeah. like very, like, swaggerish and just, like, very, like, tries to be Fact. funny. But he was funny, but, like, not on purpose. When he not. Was, like, yeah, yeah, like when he would and be serious and they would ask him a question. At the same mm -hmm. time, if I were to compare, like, if I were to compare this to the Thor: Love and Thunder, I like this one better. It, it may be an unpopular opinion. I like this one better because they knew when to take that comedy down a notch. It wasn't all laughs right. and giggles and stuff. <clears throat> and when the yeah. villain actually came. You felt you, you felt terrified for them. You were like, "Oh shoot, this <laughs> serious." Yeah, serious. Oh, like man. yeah, with Thor: Love and Thunder, I didn't really get that with Gore, and you're supposed to get it with Gore because he's been around killing, slaying gods. He's been around destroying worlds and stuff. Like you're supposed to be very intimidated by this guy. I didn't get that. I was more so intimidated I, by the by the sword <laughs> itself. A little bit more than, than yeah. gore. Not to say it wasn't intimidating at times, but yeah. Well, I yeah, think definitely. That but yeah, like knocked the, it out the park with his acting. But oh, yeah. they didn't give enough. They didn't give anything to bite for for him to you know get his claws into to make like I mean not literally but you know to give gore that moment. You know, yeah. so like he showed you he had the passion behind the. I mean, you were just like, wow, I feel for this yeah. dude. Never yeah. got him to go anywhere, you know. It was just yeah. like, a, oh, real right. quick. So, and then they killed him off that first movie. Like, it's Man. like, what were right. you thinking? Well, it's it's the common like it's the problem Marvel and DC have, have had. Like, yeah, they they kill off their main villains like really quickly, like mm -hmm. for most part of them. Yeah, and so yeah, like like I was, you know, everything was. It, it, Everything lined up pretty good. If if I were to critique it, I would say they did way too many slow mo shots. Like they were doing slow mo like every battle, every other battle, and something like that. And I'm like, hey, yeah, I can see that. Need that. Like you a Bollywood yeah, like film. Yeah. <laughs> like what? What were you? Yeah. No. All right. Chill, chill with the slow -mo. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, we get it. We. Yeah, we get it. They're fast. They're fighting really, really fast, man. And they're doing really cool things. But you don't need to slow it down every single time. Like, it's just, 
but overall, a very like a solid movie. Solid, pretty good movie. Man. Yeah, yeah. You you haven't seen it yet, EJ. Oh, I'll just stand by. I have some questions for each of you, I guess. But I wanted to hear your your take, and then I got a yeah. couple of questions, especially because. I know a little bit, you know, we all know everyone has preferences and so yeah. forth. So I was just kind of mm-hmm. curious. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see if, I, if, if I get cut off like mid, mid, uh, speech or rant or whatever I, I end <laughs> up doing, uh, I'll be back. I, I just got to grab my food. It's probably at the door okay. at any minute now, but, uh yeah, Black Adam was a was a treat. Mm. Yeah, it was definitely a treat. I I w- I went in being petty, like <laughs> not not like a seriously to the heart level, but I was just mm. like, yo, if they made this dude look like he was basically the presence of DC, I would have tore this movie apart. So I was like, yeah, I was I was ready to give it an F, but I wasn't gonna give it an F guaranteed. I was just like, mm-hmm. just, just, just give me a reason. You were holding that F. Uh, I was like, I'm, I'm ready to deliver this prime day delivery, free shipping and handling. Like, you about to get it, bro. We like, went in there, and, and Deontay was like, hey, we'll hold this L. I might need it later. Yeah. It's it's like one of the running gags of Saturday Night Nerds is that I am Dwayne Johnson's biggest hater. And and sometimes that could be debatable because I've seen people hate him way more than me, and I, mm-hmm. I, I let them slide for stuff like uh, Scorpion King and all that, and some and sometimes Doom, if I think about it. But I I, I would not go looking for any of these movies ever again on my own volition. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I. I, my beef with Dwayne Johnson is just because Hollywood thinks that he is just a scam ticket and you cast him as the main protagonist, his automatic box office smash. Mm-hmm. It's just, but a lot of us have matured enough to know that like, yeah, the, the rock's cool, but he ain't that damn cool to get our money like that. You know, mm-hmm. inflation movie tickets are going up to like fucking $20. Oh my. I'm not I wouldn't recommend if you're if you're frugal with your money, you you could definitely wait till HBO Max to see this. But at the same time, if you're kind of a casual like comic book superhero movie fan, this would rock. This will rock your socks off. <laughs> like right. I. I actually thought <laughs> you see what I did there. You see, what yeah. I, did? <laughs> I, I I actually thought that the um, All right, from a a, a a casual perspective that I would probably have given this movie a B minus had certain things not went sideways in the movie, like a solid B minus, like no C plus tag along it. it it would have been B minus B, B plus maybe A minus if uh, certain things hadn't happened. Yeah. And uh, spoiler alert: uh, one of those things that happened is they killed Doctor Fate. Supposedly. Supposedly they, but <laughs> it, for, for for all we know, we might not even see Perse Brosnan again. And I have my theories. Though. 
yeah, we we the theories come with the movie, mm-hmm. but as far as portrayals go and what a casual fan would have to witness, like if you even had just like a little bit of knowledge of Doctor Fate, like entry level, you would have been like, yeah, Sabak would have not been able to pull that off. Oh no. Like yeah, even even with Kent Nelson nerfed, which he mm-hmm. was, he would, they had he would, he 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 wouldn't have been able to. Sabak wouldn't have been able to kill him. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah he's I like agree. Doctor yeah. Strange on Yeah, they 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 made Black Adam look so much more OP than him. I I don't, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but the fact that Black Adam. The only person that's hell bent on killing the enemy shows up and just pulls Sabak in half, and it's like, oh, Sabak, Sabak will give him a, a a really good challenge for sure. The fight between them two was impressive. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, like, I, I love the, the the fights in general for the Black Adam movie were crazy. Like mm-hmm. the fight between Hawkman and Black Adam was very intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that uh, Hawkman could hang with him for so long, like even with the magical mace, like they gave him a fighting chance. But it's just like Black Adam's like a couple centuries old veteran warrior. It, uh-huh. he, he's not. He they ac- they accurately kind of showed him getting tossed around, like exactly how it would happen in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gibbs says Kent wasn't nerve. He just didn't have Naboo taking over a huge distinction. No, that was a nerf. In the comic book, that helmet <coughs> is supposed to be full. So in most people don't know this, but in the JSA storyline, Kent Nelson at, at a certain point had to run with a half helmet to keep Naboo in check. Right. And when Kent died in this movie, the helmet went full and you saw Naboo's eyes glow in the helmet. And that kind of alluded to like people believing that uh fate isn't dead so I, yeah i personally think it was some type of illusion it's you like, know, yeah. just to get just to get you know black adam to come out of his little question know. for clarification like uh, correct me if i'm wrong like i said dc guys you guys know um fate's power can pass with the helmet correct mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't yeah. have so to the be helmet- fate himself embodied he can pass the, the power can be passed with the helmet. So, in a way, they they did enough to build to where you saw the power of fate. Yeah, like mm-hmm. how powerful fate can be. But they left yeah. it open that if they do need to recast, they can. Or if they do need new blood, they can. I want to say re- not necessarily not recast, recast, but like find a new wearer for the helmet. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like like, yeah. A, like a uh, yeah, like so passing the. T- Oh, yeah, yeah, like travel a little bit further down the line because there's a there's a ton of Doctor Fate uh, helmet of fate wears, but they, uh, they could yeah they could definitely I mean, it's been do passed like on a, to other heroes in the in the Justice League throughout the court you know course of stories where it's like hey they need a superpower weapon here to defeat the situation <coughs> and then someone will come up as word or you know wearing fate and it's like whoa and then they're like you know so yeah. they've already established that the power of it. So it kind of and leaves it open, like, hey, if we're going to approach it again, be it with the same character or just popping up. Like, if you saw Molinier in, a, in another, you know, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, like, oh, that's that's Fate's helmet. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah for sure. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's as it's, mighty and as holy as the hammer. But yeah, yeah, uh, the helmet is basically embodiment of a lord of order, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he, whoever he allows to like wear the helmet, that is who he basically possesses the body, which Dee was talking about. Uh, like fate is in just as much a control as Kent or anyone else was. So yeah. if they decide to do something with Dr. Fate, a movie, a series or whatever, they could do very, they could probably do backstory to where Kent got the helmet and see how his life progressed, or they could do a search for a new wearer of the helmet and inside the helmet, he, the new wearer, the new host could talk or speak to like an embodiment of Nabu or Kent himself. Cause yeah. 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 Yeah, do you think okay. do, you, do you think it's necessary for a new helmet wear, or should they just kept Kent around just a little bit longer? Not right now. I, I would have honestly, I would have personally liked them to keep Kent around. Just one because I love Doctor Fate and love Kent, and second, Pierce Brosnan did a great job. But sure I would did. say, I would definitely say for sure that be a need, probably a need for a new Doctor Fate for sure. Because like, there's not really a lot of magical like uh heroes like as far as i know like in the movies that have been done outside of him maybe the most would be adam or shazam or Mm -hmm. wonder wonder woman but nothing like really like magical mystical and like he is like one of the most he's like dr strange Mm -hmm. for dc and he's just as powerful if not more so Mm -hmm. if they they could absolutely find like someone else to you feel like the they could have possibly left it like mysterious on purpose because it leaves that you know that little hook out there to you know right. to draw people. Like if they even hint towards an answer to whether he's gone in any other further movie. Like let's say when they do have a clash with Shazam and Black Adam, that they hint. Oh, you know they just show the helmet, then everyone would be like, oh wait, they might bring him back. They might be yeah. new. You know, so it's it's. In a, in a way, it's good for the writers because you left that door open, yeah. but with interest, open with interest, not like just the Absolutely, character. Absolutely, yeah. You know, yeah. And, so and they it's, and they definitely it's a little harsh. That. Yeah, they definitely tease that in the movie too, for sure. Yeah, like the helmet, like disappearing or like like vanishing mm-hmm. from the world, either just being gone or finding a new host. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's a little, it's a little harsh that they goes. use uh, Sabak impaling him, and it's just like, uh, mm-hmm. it's it, he. I don't know if Sabak would ever get that call. He Sabak yeah, is yeah. a really powerful magic user mm-hmm. in, so in the Shazam world. But yeah. was there a lot of distractions going on, or was it just well, a head-to-head, one-on-one? Guess one so. On Kent basically confessed on in front of him, and he said, "I'm not going to be able to be strong. I'm not strong enough to hold him." And it's just like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Well, he, he said he was a hundred years old, and he was using magic to put up a barrier to keep the rest of the JSA safe. So he was kind of oh, like defending yeah. himself, that will defending him himself and his power. As powerful as he is, like everyone has their limits, and yeah. Sabak can be pretty powerful. Yeah, and he, Kent has such has the best relationship with Nabu. Uh, he, the The fact that he this we showed this reluctant phase of him uh, wearing the half helmet is just like it shows how competent uh, Kent is with his yeah, own magic, and then it uh, it also shows that. Um, 
I would, I would, I would say like if the, even even if it was an accident and that he got the full helmet back, it wouldn't be like Nabu would just immediately take over forever. Not sometimes Nabu was able to give give him himself back, but Nabu needed to handle his own business first mm -hmm. in yeah. order for that to happen. So because he's a lord of order, or something like that. Yeah, it, it, he 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 has a lot of business to take care of, and that's all he cares about. He's he he's one of the biggest douchebags in all of DC. And yeah, he he's a lord of order. Like he mm -hmm. sees like as basically humans as well as heroes and as like pawns on a chessboard. Like I need you to do this, move here, be there. As long as it keeps the balance, he did it. Yeah, like flow, kind of like the Watcher. Like it's yeah. you know everything's got to flow, you know a certain way. So no, you know, well he's more hands off, but. In the same yeah, sense of just, you know, watching and making sure everything's happening the way it's supposed to happen. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like, oh, well, thanks for not doing anything. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and being able to uh, read the source material as a screenwriter and like having being that in tune with it, I wouldn't have wrote him. I, I would have like got him separated from the fight to keep things being unfair for Sabak. Like leave it strictly Black Adam versus Sabak, and then then we can talk business a little bit. Hmm. But uh, they kind of mixed a lot of storylines into this movie. Uh, so mm -hmm. when Black, so they introduced Black Adam and recruited him to JSA in the same oh, um, wow. film. Yeah. Well, they didn't really and, recruit him, but they introduced the JSA for sure, as well mm -hmm. as like Condock and just like. Told, telling us what their struggle was and like everything they tr uh, try to do a little bit of politics in the movie with conduct but yeah there were a lot of moving pieces in this for sure but so like i mean they did a fairly good job like not the best but they did a fairly good job with everything that they had the yeah was okay they, they should have gotten rid of the the mom and the son too it's like i guess they needed some comic relief but you kind of had that with the yeah. the giant deadpool and they serve no purpose to me like <laughs> this, absolutely this not new fresh faces and just like yeah I, yeah it was basically was it to all, make it more uh, personal like Pierce's I guess, Dwayne, so. like yeah. a, you know like if you're gonna the, if the main character is gonna end up being you know an asshole for 90 percent of the movie then if you want people to even like him a little bit, you got to have, you know, a nugget here, a nugget there. And it's like, he's not all bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. He's, what he's a dick, but he's a, yeah. he's a necessary dick. He's an understandable right. dick. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're okay. I mean, you know, it's just like when you had Cable and Deadpool, you know, you're like, man, they got to do something to make him a little less of a dick, mm -hmm. you know, because hey. you would have hated him. Even when they teamed up, you would have been like, I don't care if he dies. You know, right. What I mean? right. So you gotta, they gotta throw out little bits here and there, and that, I think that's not so much fan service as the casual, because mm -hmm. casual watcher, if you're gonna hook them for the next movie, you gotta give them somebody that they're gonna, they're partially invested in. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they gotta like, all right, why is the reason I want him to succeed? Because if he's just a asshole, I don't care if his right. why he's an asshole. Like everybody has bad things happen to them. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're gonna root for the guy yeah. when he's getting vengeance, you know. And, so and they kind of they kind of use his history to his advantage too. Even though his whole history that they knew about was a lie, they kind of just they took it and they just rode with it. 
later the mom found out like oh you're you're full of shit and and he, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, oh, you're actually a selfish well, prick and you've been going around just murking people it's what yeah <laughs> and I the whole my, city worships you my favorite part was uh when him and hawkman were arguing uh uh and then these guys were coming after him and hawkman and they, they were like don't kill him and he was like Oh, okay, so I guess he grabs the guy and he tosses him, <laughs> and it's like I, I I don't know. I think someone called him. They were like, "We told you not to kill him." He's like, "But he called him." Yeah, so, I knew you was gonna catch him. <laughs> he, he, he was I knew like, you was gonna catch him. So I, I dropped him for a reason. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. the one that he threw actually died. My fault. It was the one in the air that somebody caught. Yeah, he, he he had two villains in his hands, and he and he was dropping them one by one. Hawkman caught one, and I think Fate caught the other one, and he was trying to get answers out of them. So that that was pretty funny, but he did throw somebody into the ocean. That was crazy. He sent that dude skyrocketing. That with. dude was well, I mean, as as you guys have all seen it, do you feel like this is DC picking and picking the pieces up and trying to build a foundation for moving forward that's going to work. I mean, did it feel like more of a working piece to a a greater DC, you know, EU universe kind of deal? So this is good. I'd say it was like a good stepping stone. I'd say it was a good stepping stone in the right direction for sure, especially that with like Superman and like Waller being in it that helped like connect it a little bit. And now that we've got James Gunn and Peter Saffron like actually taking charge with DC, that'll help for sure. But it it felt like a good stepping stone in the right direction. I mean, they had yeah. to tear it down and then build it right back up, you know, better. Yeah, y'all caught the Easter. Y'all caught the biggest Easter egg, didn't y'all? Like, uh, Project Cadmus was underway. Mm, yeah. Like they they introduced one of the the docs that was with Task Force X in the movie when they had Black Adam like retire the word Shazam, and they put him in the suitcase and you could barely see it, but in those red like bodies or those red like coffins all over the place, it's just like yo, those are superheroes and meta humans. Yeah, meta humans. Yeah, prob- probably that. like probably it's like Project Cadmus. Task Force X for like for, for Waller ever needed any. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's what Cadmus is was responsible for Superboy, and uh, yeah. Superboy he joins Young Justice, uh, but originally he was intended to keep. He was like a failsafe method to keep superheroes in line just in case mm-hmm. they went evil, but it kind right. of blew up in Cadmus' face for all a number of reasons. So. If Project Cadmus is going to be canon in the DCU, uh, there's a there's a lot of different directions you can go with this. But mm-hmm. even though Black Adam's not officially in the JSA, it's kind of a safe bet that the next movie probably will be a JSA movie. Yeah, but this movie, I I feel like it shouldn't have been titled Black Adam. It should have been called JSA Hero <laughs> of Conduct. That like that. Yeah. That would have made so much more sense. Like, yeah, because you put in just the right amount of focus on uh, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, not too much. They also go back to the dynamics of how Hawkman and Fate get along, how yeah. Cyclone and Adam Smasher, how all those guys they get along. They kind of fleshed them out a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, and if they do a JSA movie, we could flesh them out a little bit more than they already did, and like bring in new faces too, like more. Yeah, this was a good building block for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and freaking definitely like a a, they've they've set it out there as you know, hey, we can work from this in different directions, but yeah, they have a common core, a core to to work with. That's good. I mean. That's good because for, I don't know, what have we been talking about? Like, let me, four months, four or five months now, we've been talking about the crumbling DCE. Yeah, like, whoa, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing? You know, and a lot, don't of, know. A lot of lackluster. And we thought so much that this movie would probably not be all that, that it would fail and all that stuff. We, we had our I mean, I still, it. I mean, I immediately thought it was going to be like fantastic. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was really great. It wasn't the best, but it was, I still think it's really great. Yeah, but yeah, it, it superseded oh, yeah. our uh expectations, expectations and stuff. So, well, I mean, do you feel that way, like because your expectations were so low? You know, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, how am I like me? X-Men movies, Fox's X Men movies are oh my god, but yeah. when First Class came out, First Class is not a great movie, okay? But everyone loves it. The reason everyone loves it is because we already knew. X-Men was Who trash. They were. Mm-hmm. And then they gave us something that was just a step above trash. It was leftovers. It was like, yeah. here you go. Yes. We haven't thrown it away yet. You can snack on it a little bit. It's not as bad as the other ones. It's so right. the meat on the bone. I mean, is Black Adam getting a lot of love because yo, you guys messed up so bad with Wonder Woman 1984 with uh, I mean, you guys have messed up. Yeah. And so is it getting that like the bar has been so low now that it's like <laughs> That could be it. That you know, could be it with DC because it's just like it's the opposite to what's happened to MCU. Like Thor is suffering because the bar was set so high and someone took the mantle and flew mm-hmm. mediocre. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so everyone's man. like, this ain't this ain't MCU worthy. Let the is shit it the opposite for Black Adam? They're like, yo, you blew you knocked it out the park because we didn't have, you know, dark dreaming yeah. Batman, you know, yeah, with with, with it, that. It, yeah, with that being said, like restarting the DCU over w- with JSA, like most people aren't going to get behind that idea. But I think as a comic book fan, I really think that's a interesting thing because uh, what you could do is you could do a Hawkman spinoff mm-hmm. and, and, and get into all the Thanagarans, show his romance right. with Hawkgirls and, yeah. and um, maybe even and explore their race. Right, and yeah. maybe if we, if this is part of his character, like maybe talk about like the Thanagarian Rand War, if mm-hmm. that's if he was a part of that or not. But yeah, no, and they could do, like I said, they could do Doctor Fate movie, they could do like a JSA movie, and uh, they could just they could do so. There's so much potential. Yeah. Oh, one second. I'll be that's right definitely, back. It's definitely good to hear. I mean. I'm not the kind that picks one or the other. I'm like, I'm not going to watch that because it's DC. I, I've watched yeah. everything DC put out too. You know, right. I'm, I'm not right. a huge DC comics. I didn't read a lot of it. Probably my most is Batman, you know, mm-hmm. for reading or a little bit of Flash. But I mean, right. um, I've, I've, I, I, love, I love the movies because they're kind of like our era's mythological hero stories. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, right. this is our, you know, Achilles, this is our, you know, this is yeah our mythology for this right. age. 
You know, this is right, how we pass right. on our, our heroes, you know, for now. Yeah. So I enjoy them all. You know, it's it's an escape and I like the stories. And I mean, every comic book hero they've put out there for the most part, with the exception of Deadpool, has mm-hmm. nearly like 50 years of history of writing to, to rely on. So you've got great information to go with. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm interested now after hearing your guys' opinions, especially because you guys are so versed in D.C. that, you know, it didn't go too far off the tracks enough right. to enjoy, but also good. So uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, if you don't want to go see it out in theaters right now, you can always wait for when it mm-hmm. comes out, like digitally or like on Blu-ray. But I think yeah, you would enjoy something. it for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any any more questions or any more thoughts about like what uh, how Black Adam was? What? Okay. So what would be? Uh, well, I guess I'll wait. I don't know. I'll get Deontay's when he come back. But Cameron, what would you rank it from A to F from a score of one to ten? A to F. I would probably say. B plus and seven and a half, eight. Okay, that's fair. That's 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 pretty good. That's pretty good though. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Deontay? Uh, for Black Adam, um, I would I would settle for a C plus, but on a scale of one through ten, I would say maybe a solid seven. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, me. Saying B plus and scale of one to ten, I say it's seven point eight, close close to okay. close to an eight, but seven point eight for me. Well, no, we all got like the same like general like consensus of what we thought. So that's average, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. So that I mean that's fair. I mean, what would you say though in the DCEU is would your rank your your base? Like, who is one and who is ten? Because oh, yeah. that's what we're rating them, right? That's how we're doing yeah. ten. Like which movie? So, I mean, oh, are we god. saying like what is you know, one? What's ten? Oh god! That uh, way, people will understand where you. Wonder draw Woman is one where? for me. Nineteen eighty-four. Wait, the first or nineteen eighty-four? Nineteen eighty-four. Okay, okay, I agree. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's... Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, sorry, I was about to say the high bar for me would probably be man. Man of Steel. Oh God! Hold up. Man of Steel. Wait a minute, because I, I think I it kind of it kind of got Man of Steel by a little bit, so I can't put it too high. I don't know. I think as far as the DCEU with with if we're not encompassing like a uh, Nolan's Batman because it's it's kind of not in the super yeah. super right. world. They're, they're they're very realistic street level grounded. If you take those out, I would say Man of Steel is probably the best follow you know so you got to give him like a 10 then okay so we know black adam falls in about seven and a half so he's mm-hmm. pretty yeah that 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 rates i mean that's worthy of a watch mm-hmm. you know yeah especially if you haven't seen it yet and you're like i don't want to spend money but hbo max is about to get mm-hmm. it so i i'll just chill until then when's right. that because i do have max do probably in like by like january if anything if not february Cool. Uh, what about you, I know I'm thinking. Uh, uh, for number one, I would probably say uh, 
Oh God, don't, don't hate me, Internet. Uh, either 1984 or Suicide Squad for, by David Ayer. Okay, is it your lowest? Yeah, <laughs> granted, good. I still love Harley Quinn in it. Like there are people yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, people who did a good overall. job. It's, yeah, yeah, but overall, you're like, Whew. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And hot, number ten uh, for ten, I would. God, that's really hard. Uh, <laughs> do, do we include the Batman or no? It's hard um, because I mean I know that they're good. They're good DC movies, but they just but it's not the DCU. Yeah, they try it's to step Reeves. out of the powered universe. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah. There's, mean, uh, there's Zack Snyder's 10. Ben Affleck bats, and then there's Pat Matt Reeves Pattison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was great though, but. Okay, for DCU, I would say number ten, uh, probably Man of Steel two. Okay, okay, yeah. Hey, yeah, good news. Think, then we yeah. also know good news that he's back. You know, he's gonna yeah. stick with the role. So the world's gate greatest uh, Clark Kent. That's, yeah. that's my that's my dude. That's my dude. Yeah, but yeah, but now we know kind of today is a double edged sword uh, mm-hmm. more yeah. so. Yeah, because yeah. Walter yeah. Hamada is gone, and he will never be able to tell Henry no again. Exactly. Praise God. Praise God. That's probably why Henry was thinking about switching tomorrow. He was like, you know, what screwed this. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think he did. You got, you got a lot of uh, um, between Kevin and uh, Gun and stuff that they're all they like both. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. So neither of them are opposed to having people jump from both mm-hmm. sides. So. I see right. it in the future is, you know, you may see uh, multiple roles, people, you know, being able to play other sides. Because honestly, when they mentioned Henry possibly being in the MCU and I was like, I was automatically thinking like Doom because I don't need to see his face. And Bingo. I know he pulled it off. Bingo. No. That could mm. be cool. Though. That, that, could be that cool. would make a, a really good, good thought. Yeah, yeah. she has a really good thought. You know, but, so I, mean, I, mean, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing his face either. But you know, yeah. Well, yeah. He will too. He's, he's a handsome every fellow. Now and then. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you got to uh, look like, look at Rocket, look at Groot. You can mm-hmm. pull it off where you have someone do a part, and you don't have to have him, you know, seen. And then he goes to DC, and it's like, yeah. hey, I just saw look you. At, as, look at Taika. You know, look at look at Taika. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Freaking Vin Diesel is doing Groot, and oh, <laughs> that's wild. So. Freaking uh, Vin Diesel. No other role in any like canon MCU cinematic universe, just Groot. That's crazy. Yeah. Not yeah, DC, not, not Marvel. Well, Marvel as Groot, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh D, what's your baseline uh for DCU? Well, one to ten. Like what's one and what's ten? Bottom, what's top? <clears throat> oh, the absolute worst. I, I would I would be one of the the, the douchebags that say Wonder Woman eighty four, but I actually didn't storm out the HBO Max during the movie. I, I saw it through, which is why you I struggled. Streaming. Yeah. You you can't stream Suicide Squad. I, yeah, I, it, it'll it'll have to be Suicide Squad or maybe even. Well, no, I'd be a, that's that's an asshole move to say Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I won't. I won't do them like that. So maybe it was the the original Suicide Squad with uh, Cara Delevingne and mm-hmm. yeah. some big green gorilla that calls himself Killer Croc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some big green gorilla. Wow. Ooh. 
they got to stop asso- association as- associating reptilian characters Gr- with gorillas. They Gr- got to stop I doing that. Granted, I understand they wanted to try and make Killer Croc look more real and like do all like the prosthetics and makeup, but look at how they make King Shark look in the Suicide Squad. Everybody loves if, they, if they can do that with him, they can do a much better job with Killer Shark. Everybody loves King Shark. Yeah. That's the thing. If you're going to make a character like King Shark or Croc, there's going to be levels of seriousness you can go to, okay? Mm-hmm. Certain, you can't, I mean, obviously King Shark is a prime example of don't go too serious and it works. Mm-hmm. You go way too serious and it falls apart. Unless you're going to make him so dark that he's basically a villain. You can right. go with it if he's a villain. But they, if you're walking the line like Suicide Squad, yeah. you got to make him have a punchline too that's still... Which I think they tried a little bit with Croc. It didn't work. But not enough to save it. Well. Not enough. You know, all I no. saw was a gorilla telling a joke, man. I'm, yeah, Planet Planet of the Apes, the green uh, version, like. And, 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 what, and what's your number ten, D? What's your number ten? So, um, my absolute worst officially will probably be uh, OG Suicide Squad. And so, the, and your and your top dog, which top is my dog. top dog, Man of Steel. Okay. Okay. The, the, no, the, the Nolan mindset. Superman. Yeah. Well, since we said Man of Steel is up there, then I want to. I'm gonna re. I'm gonna rescore Black Adam, and I, I'll put him at a solid eight. Okay. Then, closer yeah. to yeah, so closer to Man of Steel. Yeah, because I mean, we're going. You got to be fair if we're going. We're not comparing Black Adam to to you know Infinity War and Endgame. No. Because yeah. that's that's a John. That's a that they yes. had ten years of building for that. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So of course Big they're going to be on the top end of your chart, but it's unfair. You know they did they oh, did yeah. solo movies, they did crossovers, they mm-hmm. they went the whole route. So if you're looking at Black Adam, you got to pitch him against something that's equal in the yeah. amount of time. So yeah. Man of Steel, yeah. I think, is pretty equal, and that's fair. You know, mm-hmm. hey, he's an eight in the DCEU. That's a that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't figure my order out, but I know somewhere up in that top three or five, like I gotta have my Aquaman, gotta have Man of Steel, gotta have the first Wonder Woman, first mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with all then, that. Yeah, I, I think she holds eight for me. Like big time. She is the the you know yeah because that, she carried it for me for yeah. giving DCEU a chance. Oh God, Blade, but Batman, <laughs> Batman, Superman. Really, really made me angry. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Martha? Martha? I love that man. I love Why did you say that name? He's the smartest. He's the greatest detective in the in the world. Okay? And for some reason, he didn't know her the, the dude's mom's name. All right? And he believed a guy who flies around and shoots laser beams with his eyeballs is going to need a bomb to blow up the Senate. He just, I don't know. He just, he just thought eminent threat more than like person with a mother. Think. We're yeah, talking I about know. a guy who preps and why did you say that name? He, he you kept know? it, he kept his mind on Jennifer Lopez. So I kind of blame, <laughs> I don't blame him for that. I, I kind of don't blame him for that. No he gets his mind I mean, there's still, like... it's still a badass fight scene, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I get yeah, it, yeah. but that's not like the. the... The Batman I know doesn't shoot a tracker on a car and then chase it in a high speed chase. Like you just shot a tracker. You don't need to chase. You got your little. There it goes. No, this Batman's like I may have planted a tracker, but I'm gonna go knock cars off the road anyway. Just yeah. Like what if I lose them? You just put a tracker on it. (laughs) He already did. 
He put a tracker oh. in that screen. Oh. make it look like he was still chasing. I don't know. But, so, but all in all, I, I still do very much like Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I want to do one day, man? I want to pick a movie and just roast it on stream just one day. I just want to roast the crap we, we, out of the movie. We, we can do that. We, we can find a time to do that. Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, there are so many to, to pick from. And even the ones that if we go back now and we're like, man, that was really good. Like, I've gone back and watched Avengers, the first <laughs> Avengers again. And you're just kind of, there's moments where you're like, you know, maybe we liked that when it came out, but now I'm looking back at it like, or, or like, or like when yeah. people go back and like, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Then why yeah. did you try? Yeah, a lot of people will be like that. Yeah, little little uh, holes that showed oh, up earlier than nitpicky holes. But I mean, but, that that takes more nitpicking than Batman v Superman. I mean, yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Eric, did you have any more questions about like Black Adam in general or like anything? Like that? Um, as far as my knowledge of Black Adam, like I said, is not the, the biggest, but I had I remember the animated DC movie with uh, Shazam and Superman. Now, my question is, this is a huge debate. We've probably all heard it a hundred times on social media. Superman has, is it a vulnerability or is it not a vulnerability to magic? Is he just, it affects him like it affects everybody else. So that's one or is it that it actually makes him weaker to fight someone versus magic? Because right. then it Not makes the future expectation of possibly fighting Black Adam a much more serious event. Yeah. Not necessarily weaker, but he is more vulnerable to magic than mm -hmm. he is like mm -hmm. bullets or like swords or like anything like man-made. Because okay. so, yeah, yeah, they could go toe to toe for a little bit, for a little bit, right? You know what I'm saying? But, but then, but then yeah, Tef, Superman, Tef gonna yeah. come through with the hits, and right. Tef been but, fighting and, longer than him too. But if anything, uh, magic is more so Adam's like possible kryptonite too, because they even like show that he can be vulnerable to magic himself, like in the movie. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, so yeah, it 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 just depends. So yeah, okay, yeah. I'm it. glad you mentioned that because the freaking they introduced a, a weakness to Black Adam and did nothing with it. <laughs> that yeah. was funny. Well, yeah. That was funny. Is it like for a, a, a keep that in my pocket for one of the future movies where yeah. I'm gonna need to be able to stop him? Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. All right, so, I got one more. And you don't need before that before we uh, switch topics. <laughs> nope. This is probably gonna piss a lot of. I know it's gonna it, it's gonna mess with with you know different people, but all right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go there. Doctor Fate versus. Doctor Strange. Oh, uh, based on the comics, just in general, not, uh, because we didn't see like the full scope of yeah. him in the movie. I would probably go Fate over Strange. Okay, because he's he's just as versed and just like in magic and older and wiser. Not to mention. He's literally possessed by a spirit, a lord of order. He's like an avatar, right? Like yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. an avatar for an embodiment of true magic. So, absolutely, yeah. he could absolutely whoop Strange's butt. I think there's stages of Strange that you could say, "Hey, if he was in this form, he might be more of an, a challenge." Because yeah, right, Strange has multiple like events, like um, especially when you go back to like. The, what was it again? They, what do they call it when the worlds were collapsing on each other? Uh, uh, the incursions. 
the incursions. Yes, incursions. Mm -hmm. You run into where Strange steps into the, a different dimension, and Strange actually is a, a, a darker version of himself there where yeah. he covers his face, but he is a million times more powerful as that Strange. Yeah. Yeah. He's able to yeah. stop an incursion as that Strange, which right. that, you're talking about the multiverse falling in on each other, and he's able to stop it as that version of Strange. Oh, yeah. So. It's it's who you would pit together, I guess, because uh, fate on an on an average day, if the two of them were just their base models walking walking along, yeah, I think fate would smoke him. Yeah, yeah, he's more yeah. the instantaneous magic user, where you know, strange is more the I'm going to conjure this, I've got a plan, I've got to use this, I got to use that. Mm -hmm. Fate's more like, boom, magic Whoa. out of my just a thought. Yeah, you know, yeah. strange is more I'm working on it. I'm built. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do yeah. that. I'm going to call the tentacles of this and the yeah, light of right. that and you know it's a more of a building a gradual yeah sorcerer, but it, you know yeah. it all depends like the eye of agamotto is different you know is, and it I, I will say this not um, it, you and know. like a hundred percent power each of them yeah they they are a very good matchup like it would it would be a challenge for fate mm -hmm. but not impossible mm -hmm. for him to do yeah it. like someone said does Strange have the time stone in this scenario? Because that would make a huge so it's it's mm -hmm. a lot of outside factors, but he just could base have the guys. time stone, but at the mm -hmm. same time, uh like the helm helm of uh Naboo, like it gives fate that ability to you know do the same yeah. thing as the time stone. Yeah, right? he, he can fool around with the time. So it's he a has... passive for fate, you know what I'm saying, to transcend yeah. time and space. Whereas Strange would need the time stone. Yeah. Yeah. So and yeah, most iterations of Dr. Fate, you don't see him with the artifacts that he uses either. So he a lot of his feats came without the artifacts. If he had the artifacts too to oh, match yeah. Strange's yeah. artifacts. Yeah. You're talking oh, like, you know, bro. dimensional warfare here God, between yeah. two. It would be it would be epic. Yeah, you know, oh, I would love to see that though. To, to be yeah. honest, oh yeah. for sure. No, I mean they'd be battling through the astral plane, the you oh, know mental plane, everything all together. Yeah. You know, it'd be crazy. Yeah, but, fate was do pulling off feats, or yeah, fate was pulling off feats with just the helmet alone. And mm -hmm. now he has a host body that, it fortunately, once he maxes out, the the body will die. But yeah, eventually. You, you know, ain't nothing standing in his way. Being, he's yeah. Just un, yeah. You, you know, ain't nothing standing immortal, in his way. Um, yeah. I think that's all the case diseases. with a lot of the characters. It all depends on the iteration, except yeah. for when you, if we were to, like I said, if you stayed just base, like if it was battle world and sudden you're just taking the base fate, mm -hmm. the base doom or base uh, strange, then I think fate wins because he's not as dependent on books and mm -hmm. you know artifacts and items and you know he doesn't need all that to to boost him to mm -hmm. buff him and and if he does get a boost it's going to be a nightmare man yeah. <laughs> yeah. his boost are nothing to be trifled with like, especially when you can go toe to toe with the specter that's true all about the the steed mm-hmm yeah. And, and fate, he he was doing all of that stuff when without his artifacts. Like mm -hmm. there's there's some occasions where he'll have one and use it, but like if he ever pulls the book out or the the amulet, mm -hmm. man, come Game on, over. He, yeah. that that dude is a nightmare. He the fact that he 
showed up in live yeah. action with the half helmet. That was a nerf. Yeah, that was definitely a nerf. Because yeah. if he had the full helm, it'd probably be over just like that. Because then, then mm -hmm. he's pretty oh, much yeah. Nabu in in, in personified, personified, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. At that moment, so yeah, yeah they they would have ended Black Adam so quick and then changed the name of the entire movie. Like, bro, <laughs> come on, Doctor Fate. <laughs> And then, exactly. that, might be part of, you know, that might be part of it. Yeah. It's something to keep there, you know. Oh, so it's always good to power scale your hero, too, because, you know, it, you don't want to set up Black Adam to where it's, you know, uninteresting. Because now you yeah. have it. There's options out there. He's not impervious because that's where Superman, you know, has a struggle. Is like su Superman's hard to make, uh, you mm -hmm. know, face a real credible threat. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, it's Superman. He's like, who's gonna fight this yeah. guy, man? Come on! No. Like, so right. they did. They did a good job with fate being there because then you saw there are powers out there that can stop Black Adam. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that that little inter inter gang, what whatever they call him, shooting that missile at him, and <laughs> that that took him out. Like, mm -hmm. dang. and it's kind of sad, like not seeing him, like knowing that. Probably not anytime soon that him and uh, Shazam aren't going to trade blows because that's his arch nemesis, mm -hmm. right? Textbook on I think paper, building up to it. Unless yeah. they like have him show up in like a post credit scene and Fury of the Gods, which yeah. could happen, but I don't know. I mean, the closest cameo I've heard like for Shazam is, is Wonder Woman like appearing, which would make sense since she's like basically she's an Amazon and. The villain's supposed to be like the daughters of, of Atlas the Titan. So mm -hmm. yeah, so mm -hmm. she would know a, a bunch about that. But yeah, yeah, because uh, friggin' Shazam, he's gonna need a buff like big mm -hmm. time before he meets Dwayne because Dwayne's already yeah. slowing mm -hmm. down time, tossing tanks and stuff. It's just like and right now, Shazam is just not on that level. He's not. Well, that, that's basically they've had the first movie and this new one to build and show his growth. So mm -hmm. hopefully by the end of this new one, you'll have an idea that, hey, Shazam is is maybe not as powerful, but he's ready to step up, you know, yeah, on the sure. street level. And, and Shazam gets more dangerous the more mature Billy Batson gets. So the more mature he, he gets, mm -hmm. he cuts all the goofiness out and he's just yeah. like, I'm a oh, yeah. knock. I'm a if he gets serious, yeah, he can definitely go toe to toe. Oh yeah. man, especially like if you've seen the animated movie where like Superman and Shazam mm -hmm. team up, mm -hmm. team up was almost completely unnecessary. Like in comic books, that would have been a full drag. Like, yeah, Black Adam was able to handle his own because of his strategy and his smarts. Like I'm gonna I'm yeah. separate Superman from Shazam. Take them out one by one. Yeah. His battle at I mean, two is in the in. What is uh, implied in that movie too is Superman's pretty un unaware of what Black Adam is capable of yeah. or anything. So right. he kind of goes in blind and doesn't expect to be facing someone of you know that stature that could actually stand yeah. up to him. Because I mean, you're Superman. You don't fly in thinking, yeah, this guy might rock me. You fly in thinking, eh, I'm trying not to hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he was just like, wait a minute, you can breathe ice? What? Yeah. <laughs> He was like, "Yeah, bro, you want to see something else? I got, I got laser beam eyes, and like, bro, I got some nice tricks I can show you." Um, <laughs> it's like, dang, dude, Black Adam's about to have a very bad day. <laughs> oh lord, 
uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, anyone who out out there watching, just like if you like haven't comment on like you want to see Black Adam two, you want to see Doctor Fate m movie or anything from this movie, comment, let us know because we want to hear from you guys too. Absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. Now that we've spent about almost an hour on this an topic, hour, uh, <laughs> an hour exactly. Uh, we, it, it, it's all good. Uh, we ready to move on to the next topic? D, what um, you got? Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll probably keep this one. We won't. We won't make this one nearly as long as Black Adam was, but uh, we'll try to get through House of the Dragon pretty fast. It helps then, that uh, I cover have not some. Watched. It helps that I, I only got a couple good. I only got a couple things to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, have you watched any of the House of Dragon? Yeah, I've, I've watched it all. Um, I stopped watching it and then I, I, I finished it for for my brothers here because uh, yeah. I wanted to be able to give you know a real real opinion so I decided I'd, I'd finish it um, did you watch Game of Thrones Cam? Uh, I no I no I was not in like the the, the scope of Game of Thrones like when it was on and okay. I'm sure I'll watch it event I mean I know basically a lot like some of the characters and all what happens especially about like especially about the ending which i know I how tragic and horrible it is for the fans yeah yeah but uh i i, I know enough i know the gist of it but so like I, one day i'll probably prequel. watch it but so there's no rush yeah. you can watch this one and then watch game of thrones afterwards mm -hmm. yeah it's not like you had to right. know one to the other it's you know right yeah. the, the house of dragons is basically uh, like five thousand like centuries before Game like of Thrones, like, years, I think five hundred years. There you go. Yeah, and, I'll probably uh, come back on this subject li a little bit later on. Like for all the book readers, I know Gibby's the book, one of the book readers. Uh, Kelvin's a book reader for mm -hmm. it. We'll probably do like a book reader episode for it. Okay, yeah, and uh, and, and probably talk about stuff that happened in the book versus what happened in the show because the direction. The direction was beautiful that the directors handled it a whole lot better than the old directors that handle game of thrones and that i that i do agree with they they're doing a lot more to try to uh be true to the to the source material yeah, and uh yeah. if if they got to change it they change it in a way that makes sense and tries to keep the fans happy at the same time you know like hey we got to make some adjustments because one you're not only dealing with fans and that's that's one of the things I always try to say with when you're dealing with people who are always yelling out canon, like we were joking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But your real fans versus casual fans, real fans do not make enough. Uh, we don't make enough. There's not enough of us for it to be a strong enough base to keep a series or movie or whatever going. Right. Okay. you got to have the casual buy-in. Right. And if they can't make certain exceptions to, to, to let the casual buy-in happen, just like with game of Thrones, if they made Daenerys 13 years old or 14 years old when she met Drago, Oof. you would have dropped half of your casual fans. Yeah. Right there. You would have been like, oh. you would have lost me. I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> uh, me too. Do it, you know? No. So -uh. there has to be some exceptions made, you know, and I think that they're doing, like you said, they, they, they're doing, the directors are putting in the effort. They're putting in the work to keep it going, to keep it, you know, making sense and still keeping the fans and the the casuals, you know, interested. Right, because this freaking House of the Dragon, they the the crew behind this series put so much TLC into this show, and it's just like it's so hard for me to complain because they 
reference their source material like they're supposed to, but they they kind of take all the mysteries that weren't solved from the book and solve them with the show. I thought that was so cool. And uh, the, the, like the, the mystery behind Eamon's eye slashing situation, which was actually a, a fight between all the kids, like that was, and then um, Damon's uh, wife, uh, I can't remember her name, but uh, it actually showed him killing her when we didn't know that he killed her. Yeah. Um, per se. So it, it's the directors, they, they kind of wanted to do a little fan service here and there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, they, I, I, I am not displeased with it. Like, even if someone were to go on record and say that this non canon, it might as well be, is that good? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Time to write it in as canon then. Right. Because they did a job of filling in the gaps with, with believable scenarios that mm-hmm. add to the story, not detract from it. So whenever that happens, I think it's easier to buy in and, and keep the fan base happy. Because like if let's say you're doing anything with Star Wars or anything that has a huge fan base, Lord of Rings. If you're gonna make changes, make it a, a believable scenario buy-in that you know adds to the story or makes makes it it carries it forward, not not detracts or or simplifies. Or I think that's where certain ones go wrong. And House of the Dragon, they haven't made that mistake. They haven't made the mistakes of how I feel like, you know, the the Star Wars, the new trilogy that came out. Mm-hmm. It, it, they 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 want to like go a different direction with new characters and, they, and all yeah. that, and it's just and like. Yeah, a little you, bit. You detract from the story, you're gonna lose. If you try to just take what you got and add to it and make it a, a, a better scenario, you keep going. You know, you, and I think that's what they're doing. House of the Dragon. They really, they really like you said. The crew, the the directors, the actors. They all seem like they want to do it real service. You know. Yeah, and George R. R. Martin himself is just like, yo, man, like the guy Patty Considine oh, is man. a better Viserys than the one that I wrote. Like, man, that guy, that guy deserves an award. Oh my God. Uh, I was just yeah. like. That episode had me in tears. I was in man, man. Like oh. my heart, bro. My yeah. heart. Uh, I like, felt everything. And it's especially- so hard to, to make right, to, to try to show them what is important, you know? Yeah. Especially he's literally dying in front of them, and he's he's telling them like, "Look, man, this is what you got. This is all that we right. got." You know, <clears throat> and, and it almost worked too. It almost uh, worked. It almost worked. Yeah, it almost <laughs> yeah. worked. My uh, favorite part was when uh, he was walking up to the throne, mm. and mm. he didn't want no help. He was like, "No, I got this." And he was walking up there. He stumbles. His crown falls off, and then. You, Someone picks the crown up, and you're like, "Who the heck? Who is this? Is his brother? Damn, is his brother, man? Like, like, and he's like, come on, you got this, bro. You got this.' Absolutely. Puts the crown back on his head. I'm like, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yep, that's where I started tearing up at first. I was like, man, dude, his, his brother such a turbulent relationship between. Yeah. You know, and they did a good job with it. And I think, Cam, when you finally watch it, you'll see a lot of this season, uh, the first season of the show, is going to – it's carried by the interactions of characters on a very uh, subdued level. So you got to read in between the lines, like between the relationship between the brothers, relationship between best friends, you know, mom mm-hmm. – or 
married couples. It's it's all that. So where you would have gotten suspense and uh, the draw and the you know everything, the turmoil that you would from other stories, you've got to kind of read in between the lines of relationships in here to get that. Right. And it's, it's very different than Game of Thrones in that aspect. Is in Game of Thrones, you were given this whole political drama unfolding yeah. from houses and families and war and weapons and politics. This is more of a um, what's behind their eyes, what's behind their words when they say certain things. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the Game feeling? of Thrones? Game yeah, of Thrones so, is more story driven. House of the Dragon is more character driven. Character driven. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you have so many characters in Game of Thrones, you had to be driven by an overall arc. Right. Whereas in House of the Dragon, you're dealing with this bloodline and its movement. So mm -hmm. there it's very, you know, character centric. It's like, hey, we got to show you why should you care what Viserys thinks? Why you should care why he made that move? Did he make that move out of love for his brother? Did he say these things because he wants to keep his family together or is right. he... You know, so you you it's it, it's interesting. It's definitely definitely um, different, but in a in a good way when it comes to those things. If you're if you're the type of person that likes to see um, those battles of wits and and uh, so mm -hmm. forth on mm -hmm. a on an unseen level, then it's it's, right. it's it's a show you would enjoy. It's a okay. well written screen. Uh, excuse me, screenplay. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's it's very well written. And uh, excuse me. I, <laughs> yeah, but like you can watch it casually and and really enjoy it. Going in not knowing nothing about the book or Game of Thrones, and you'll probably catch on quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they made it that easy for people. Uh, Viserys and Damon, like two of the coldest brothers in oh, fictional man. history, and their relationship with each other is so realistic. Mm -hmm. True yeah. brother, they'll argue, they'll fight, but at the end of the day, they still brothers and they still love each other. Mm -hmm. You know. And they're gonna be there for each other. And, and Damon's done some wild shit. And he's swear. done some wild shit. And, and, and they're really much more hanging over their head than just family, you know, yeah. just two normal brothers. They got a throne mm. that's the reason you know, why one that's sitting on it and one that could have been yeah. the follow-up to sit on it. So you got you got the uh, a level of of conflict between them that's unspoken and it's you know it would drive you to feel that one could betray the other so quickly that yeah. you watch each of their interactions and you're like is this betrayal or love is this and, oh, you know and it's tough yeah and, uh, i think the, the the that's the scene i was talking about earlier with damon and viserys it hit me so hard because i like, I ain't trying to get sentimental, but it made me think of the relationship uh, between me and Deontay. Like, how we, okay, we, we'll be at odds with some things, and we'll 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 bump heads, and good? Y'all fighting the fruit fly. <laughs> no, nah, we'll, we'll bump heads, and but at the end of the day, man, it's all love. That's how I knew, like, Damon wasn't doing things out of hatred. He wasn't doing things because you know he was gonna betray his brother it was a it was out of pure love and he was looking mm -hmm. out for his brother you know what i'm saying he could see the snakes around him oh, and man. he really he he was like he was trying to prevent you know his brother from you know succumbing to a very dark you know ending 
Yeah. Fake because yeah, they would have they would have killed him for sure if Damon mm. won around. Um, but yeah, it that's why that's why it kind of hit hit home for me, man. I'm like, you know, that's cool. That's really it's cool. crazy. His family was looking out for him so hard because um, what's her name, Rhaenyra and uh, Damon, <laughs> they could see the snakes, but Viserys couldn't. And yeah, like, I don't know if was it a, wasn't that I don't know, and I think like someone just put on there that you know the series was crazy. There are very few people on screen that can put that much strength and dignity, and I, I that right there is perfect for me because I think the series saw a lot more than Damon and Renera gave him credit for, but the way he dealt with it is he he's the king of peace. You got to remember that's what they're yeah. he's famous for is a period of peace. Okay? Just like Under his dad. Him, he was able to maintain peace. And I think that was his big focus. He knew he's never going to be the king, like the conqueror, like Aegon. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's never going to be the warrior like his brother. All right. That's not his path. Right. But he was good up here and he was good at, he made people feel like their place, feel their place and want to be that place. Do you know right. what I mean? In a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So even though, as we all see, you know, spoiler moment, high towers had different, you know, um, I don't know what you call. He had, he had ambitions. He wanted to achieve, yeah, ambitions. But at the same time, I feel like all of them around him that wanted change, they still respected and felt for the series in a way that they didn't want to betray him, even to the day he's dying. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Otto never, never made a move against him. Yeah, he could have. Ow. This guy's dying. He's rotting in the next room. Jeez. I could go yeah. put a pillow on his head when everyone's gone. Put He's him out of his misery. Like, yeah. You know, dark. He didn't. Yeah. So they respected him in a way that Damon and Renera don't understand. Mm-hmm. They respected him from his dignity. Right. A quiet strength. A power to keep the realm together. Just like right. Princess, uh, um, what's her name? Rainis? Or, or Rainis? Yeah. yeah. She respects the goal of keeping the realm together. Yeah. Right. He understands what the throne is for where Damon doesn't understand the throne is more than just ruling. The yeah. throne is the the throne is the, what the health and wealth and prosperous of your whole country. Right. You know, the whole place, not just respect my authority. You know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he was so cool about that. Like, cause he, he was a dad first. He, I, I arguably say he's one of the best TV dads in the game. Like, oh, damn, he, yeah. he went so hard for his daughter. For his daughter and, yeah. Oh, my God, like, bro. Like, I would have to agree with the comment. You know what I'm saying? He was a little frustrating at times. Like, yeah. dude, you clearly see this playing out before your eyes, but you're still choosing not to take action. And that's what that I think that's the perfect, like, that was the perfect dynamic between Damon and Viserys. Viserys exactly. was like, you know, hey, let's try this first. But then you had Damon, the enforcer. If that didn't work, he'll gladly cut your head off. Send him. He got no Sin problem him. doing it. Full no. sin. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a yeah. necessary balance. So when Damon would throw a fit, or not throw yeah. a fit, but do something dumb mm-hmm. and had to leave, he weakened that balance. Yeah. Inadvertently, it wasn't his goal. No, but in a way, he weakened the balance, and Viserys, Viserys had to kind of work things to make it continue to be strong. 
Okay. Yeah, right. Every time Damon did something stupid that threw him out of favor, Viserys had to work twice as hard. And what oh, we see is frustrating man. is Viserys trying to maintain. I'm trying to keep the sea snake happy. I'm trying to keep Otto happy because I got to have Old Town. I got to have those people. I got to have sea snake. Damon doesn't understand. You can't just stand up and tell Otto to shut the fuck up. Okay. Even if you need to, you, you should. Even right. if he's got, you know, like, man, that guy's a fucking idiot. But at moments, Snakey. you got to be like, I need both of them to work together. I need it to work yeah. right now. I and think- he had his family too to, to balance mm-hmm. all of that. Like, you had to. You finally got someone to secede Emma as your wife, and now mm-hmm. you got to pump babies out of her. It's like, hey, these stroke dad, okay. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then he had to manage them like politically as a father, and it's just. Like, I do. I don't know how smart of a move it was though, when he did kick Damon out of the kingdom because. Yeah, it was in Damon. Damon. What what I don't think what Viserys understood is Damon seeing the manipulation and he was just trying to tell him, hey, bro, this is about to happen, bro. And mm-hmm. you can't just sit there and not do nothing about it. Because, yeah, yeah I know you want to be peaceful and you want to yeah. be, you know, I mean, political. You're, you're right. I don't think he wanted to kick him out, though, Will. I think, like, honestly, he would have preferred Damon stay at his side. Facts. That's why he created the whole job of the city watch. For Damon, he yeah. gave him an army, and he's like, "I need you here, brother. I need you here to keep things in order." But you can only lose so much face in front of the other people at the council. And when Damon questions him, or when Damon does something brash, he can't sit back and ignore it. He can't go, "Oh, what? What are you talking yeah. about? Damon killed who? Damon did what? Damon stuck his thing? What?" You can't just constantly do that because eventually the council would lose faith in him mm-hmm. as king. Yeah. But at Damon the same forced time. himself out of the capital because mm-hmm. the whole yeah. purpose of the the okay. night or the city watch or whatever was for Damon. Yeah, they even complained to Viserys, and he was like, "I did this for my brother. You guys said I could do this. It was a, you know, that's but, what he's good at. You know. Also, freaking... it, it was it was kind of manipulation because they knew if Damon were. Around Viserys all the time, they couldn't manipulate Viserys the way that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So, That's why it's a double edged situation. You yeah, know? yeah. The closest anyone's gotten to him was Otto because he used his daughter to get in bed with him. He was yeah. just like, and, and literally, like, yeah, girl, man, you're 16, you better do your duty. Like, yeah, spread oh my on. god, I feel just, sorry for her. And um, it, it, it cracks me up about Viserys because the Corleys was just like, why don't you marry my daughter? And she's like a freaking preschooler. And he's yeah. just like, oh, right. hell no, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, that's, like, um, she's still I finger painting. This date is not going bro. well. It's the wheels on the date. bus do not go round and round <laughs> over this. Uh-uh. Right. Uh-uh. Yes, sir. I'm good, man. I'm good. He's like, oh, you want to have a drink? Oh, wait, you're 11. Uh, Oh, God. You want to play patty cake? (laughs) I was like, bro, I felt so bad for him when everyone's trying to get him to marry people. (laughs) He's just like, you're like, yo, fuck, man, my wife just died. Like, you could tell he loved his wife. That's a, that's he the loved thing her, that man. He loved her. You, and when she passed, he didn't want to go any further, but they kept pushing, you know? 
Viserys facial expression said it all. He was like, "Yeah, you should marry my ten-year-old daughter." Who you talking to? My, Who you talking to? Got a ten-year-old. I hope. Oh, He's like, "You got me all the way fucked up." Yeah. I don't care if it makes the bloodline stronger, bro. I ain't doing no kid, bro. What? I look like John Wayne Gacy to you, bro. What? You're gonna make that jail know, stronger bro. too. Like what? Look like a no. Yeah. You know what they do to sex offenders, bro? Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm good. Now, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> now, now that now that we got now that we're now that we covered all that and like somewhat crossing tre- yeah. trepidous waters. What are you guys hoping and expecting to see whenever season two comes out in like mm. a year and a half? Be it just the dance, baby. The dance. Oh, yeah, the dance. The dance. Oh, gotta see the dance, man. I, uh, I, I tell you, like, you're gonna see a lot more Damon, a lot more Corleys, mm-hmm. and mm, I tell yeah. you. These these fights are going to be glorious. Everything people has been begging for. It was like, how come Game of Thrones is like this with House of Dragon? Because Dragon House of Dragon needs the build up. It absolutely needed the build up, the political build up, the family build up, and now everybody is staged where they are supposed to be. Now we can get into the crazy shit because this yeah, we, like me, Gibby, and Kelvin, we were all like. I wonder if this is going to happen in the season finale and, and what episode would this happen? And most of the stuff that we try to predict didn't happen in season one. And that's okay. That turned out great. Like they, they paced it so well that it's just like, okay, now I'm kind of like excited because season two is about to slap that much harder. And, mm-hmm. and um, cause we're, what we're used to with game of Thrones is just like, Episode after another, somebody's clapping cheeks and in in the brothels and and betrayals, then betrayals, murder, like dragon yeah, yeah. fire. Character okay. you're rooting for ends up dying. It's just like man, this ancestry. Mm-hmm. Someone li- given the little finger. Die oh. wolf. <laughs> like I said, I know yeah. enough to at least make a joke or two. Right. Yeah. They, they, they haven't even got anywhere close to the the story of the White Walkers yet, but you know Agon's dream, but that that kind of dives into the book a little bit too about like dragons being like the solution to help save them from what's north of the wall, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's just like they, they barely touched on that period yeah. in season one, and I, uh, I I liked how that turned out. I, I really like that. I, I I feel like uh, I I'm not a, I'm not a book or the i didn't read the books mm-hmm. i mean i've i read the cliff notes let's just say that okay. like that's fair i went with uh what i needed mm-hmm. to read from yeah, fan sites this 800 you know. page book yeah yeah um i feel like that they did really good i think i agree with a lot of people uh fans who are book fans like uh jen who would have preferred to see the fall of valeria mm-hmm. heading mm-hmm. into this Okay, before yes. they got to this, because that was a, what a lot of people loved about the whole story of the Targaryens is their flight from the ancient kingdom, how it happened, how that doom happened, what happened. Then they come here. And a lot of people, I mean, 
you spent time if you liked Game of Thrones or if you read a uh, Song of Ice and Fire. You that spent time I mean, learning about, you know, yeah. legends about Aegon the Conqueror, about his sisters, about the how the dragons came through and took over Westeros. You learned through hearing all these references through Game of Thrones. You know, you're like, uh, man, I I wish I could watch that. And we and it kind of jumps that section. So a lot of people who wanted to see that. We're like, oh, I wish they would have put that in. Not taking anything from House of Dragon. They did an excellent job with the series. But mm -hmm. I think that that would have been fire. That would have been, people would have loved that. I mean, you're talking about mysteries of the, the doom of Valeria is, is people talk about all the time in the show. They're like, oh, the doom of Valeria. But you never hear what happened. You never, <laughs> yeah. you never know. Yeah. And you're like, damn it. I want to know how Aegon took a few dragons and his sisters and came over and whooped everyone's ass. The whole continent. Is under Aegon the Conqueror. You're like this guy is, you know, everybody's naming their ten children after him. Is Aegon <laughs> one, two, three, four, five? That's yeah. Aegon ten. Yeah. I mean, you didn't get to see any of that. So, like I said, not to detract from the the show and what I project for the next season. The next season will bring a little bit more of that excitement that people may have wanted to see with the backstory of Aegon and his sisters. But um. I am still a get more of a Game of Thrones fan, not for the last two seasons, because that was garbage. But as so, as far as the 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 books, the song the the song books, it's there's a lot more sabotage, subversion, um, you know, plots and politics and diplomacy and war, all of that because you're dealing with more houses than one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here you're primarily focused on one. So hopefully mm -hmm. next season, they started at the end of this season, the finale, they started talking about how each house is going to fall in the line and where they fit. Okay. They already started mentioning things, which I asked Kately and I asked Rob and I asked Deontay about in the very beginning. I was like, so who are the power players here? And you started to get that in the finale. You got mm -hmm. the Lannisters got money and they hold a very important piece of land. You got the old town and the high towers and, you know, you got the Tullys over here. You got they started doing things that are moving more towards what you saw with Game of Thrones. The diplomacy, where people fit in the pieces, why you got to be nice to this guy. Why do I right. care about this guy? Who right. gives a shit about the Baratheons? This is why they're important. That was missing from the beginning of this season. But like I said, you don't miss it because the characters are so well done. Mm -hmm. So I feel they're going to keep that track going into the next season. They're going to keep on the character focus very centric but now they're going to start opening up the world a little more little bits at a time because you're not going to now that you've gotten to this point especially with the events at the very end of the, the finale people are going to want to see justice people are going to see action people are going to see stuff happen and they're going to need to start going outside of just showing you a dragon or two once every episode Oh yeah, so, it's definitely about to get crazy. So they they putting in the hours to establish each and every single one of these characters. So season mm -hmm. two, like if you give season one like a high rating, season two should be like definitely. like yeah. way Stop over it. your head. I, uh, I, I have no doubts about that because George R. R. Martin's so close to the to the screenplays that they're writing for it. And he took, if, if he gives the thumbs up, then you know it's going to be fire. What I'm waiting on is, like, 
what Deontay said, the Dance of the Dragons. I can't wait to see, like, there's there's specific battles that I want to see, like uh, the Red Queen versus Vagar, and mm-hmm. I think it's Dreamfire, something like that. Uh, the two princes, you know what yeah. I mean? And, like, I, I'm waiting to see that, man. I can't wait to see that that battle. I can't wait to see Damon versus... Uh, uh, Vagar and mm. and Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be um, crazy. Oh my god. That's go. That's probably gonna be the most anticipated though. Yeah. Most people that don't know, Vagar is the largest sea dragon in the game. She is a yeah colossal yeah, it's, calamity it's a, level. But I'm gonna tell you, like, I wish we hadn't got to say Valerian, the Black Dragon. Like this dude, you think Vagar was huge? This dude was mm. probably, I, I think, I, I want to say, like, at least twice, if, if 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 not way, way larger. Like, Vagar is like this, and yeah. then you have Valerian, and he, he's, like, right here. Like, hold on. I mean, let me center this right yeah. here. Yeah. I was wondering, like, how long it would take for us to meet Vagar, and they are, they immediately hinted to it by, like, episode one. And freaking yeah. Corley's daughter mentioned it. He was like, where is Vagar? And she would say, like, there's rumor has it that Vagar's chilling on the beach. And that alludes to so Actually, much more what? stuff, too. He was like, yeah, the, yeah. They, people have seen it at, at a, a, a beach. I can't remember, like, what she said word for word. But it's just like, when you see Vagar, you cannot miss that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you've mistaken it for like that a, is a, a flying mountain or something. You that know is a I flying mean? mountain. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Valerian was the flying mountain. Oh I, my like, god. I, I think what I want to see from second season is them actually go back and show you know a, a, a episode of flashback as to I, how we got here. How like uh EJ said, how did um uh, uh the old King uh, and his sister wives. How did they come over and take over? And uh, which had a lot to do with their dragons and stuff. Of course, yeah, yeah. Nobody wanted to fight against Valerian because this dude could destroy a whole city by himself. Like just, just give him the word, and that whole city is gone. He is a combat master, bro. Like, this dude, his shadow, like, when he flies over the city, his shadow covers the whole city. And I'm like, that and then some. huge. Mm-hmm. This is um, like, how do you even, how do you tame a dragon that big and powerful? Like, how do you bro? fight that? Like, I would be too Maybe he was, maybe he was really small when he, when they first maybe, got him. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, they, th- th- that's, that's the truth, because they, they definitely good. train them young. Yeah. It's just... But he's the demeanor of that dragon. It's like, bro, that's a mean dragon, bro. That, that, he he ate so, uh, he ate other dragons. Well, just, Black jumped on and then disappeared. But I was going to ask, you've read the books, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where is Mac, man? Yeah, but on. So, does the finale reflect ex- the way that that kicks off? Like, is that the is that the piece that kicks it off for real? You know what's crazy is that that's kind of like a, a unsolved mystery that the directors oh, okay, so solved. They, yeah, so okay. they so they they threw that in the mix too. And I love how they executed it because like 
you you don't get a lot, whole lot of imagery from the book on this on that chapter, but like if you see it for yourself, the look on Amos' face is just like, oh fuck, I just messed yeah. up. <laughs> like that was not my intention, but now I understand. Yeah, I'm yeah was- a dragon who's way more. It's experienced, powerful, and Older. knowledgeable than me. Yeah, and out know. of my league, completely yeah. out of my league. You decided at that moment that I don't give up what you say, Amen. <laughs> right. Like, if you thought you were going to completely 100% tame Vagar, yeah. and she was just going to obey you without yeah. fail, like, no, you got more work to do than that. You think, stole her a, from That her was right one thing, like I said. that. So that's not in the book, and I wanted to ask you guys, do you feel that Lucerus's dragon attacked out of fear, right? He it didn't did. command it to attack. It attacked because it was scared. Yeah. And it thought, mm-hmm. this is all I could do is Defend try to, yourself. you know, yeah. get this beast off of me. You know, yeah. Vigar was like, oh shit. Vigar was like, just, oh. Did oh. you just, okay. I'm going to bite you. So, did so did you? spoiler moment, Cam. Oh. I mean, I know you haven't watched it, but do you mind if we speak about the moment that, okay. Vagar is as 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 Will is described and Deontay is described yep. is the largest dragon currently in the story. Okay, right. Lucerus is a, is one of the princes and he's very young and he's riding a very young dragon and it, it ends up being that between the two dragon riders, Aemon, who's lost an eye due to a, a conflict between them when they were younger, and Lucerus, which is like a about an, a twelve year old boy, they start chasing each other through the sky. Okay, oh, no. Eamon wants to kick his ass because of what he did to him. All right, That's all but, or at least torment him mentally. Lose the moment because both dragons start to fall into more of what I would say is an instinctual a moment. Like Vagar's like, like dominance. This cool until the smaller, younger dragon gets scared and tries to bring it to Vagar, and Vagar's like, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. I mean. <laughs> Handles the situation without the command of his dragon rider. So basically, normally, the dragons only attack and do stuff when the rider gives them ancient words to say, use your breath, attack this, do that. You know, so in this moment, it felt more, and I wanted to ask them because they read it and they've they've watched it. Did it seem like Vagar just threw threw all the rules out and was like, look, he hit me first. I'm like, hey, I'm going to do it up. I know no. I gave you permission to ride my back, but uh, today you don't have no control over me. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this. And he just, yeah, and it was, it was sad. It's terribly sad at the moment because you're watching a young boy oh. get destroyed because of, you know, a, a, a two dragons being, you know? being hard-headed. Yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, boy. One right. guy's prank to scare him gets so carried away it destroys him. To Vagar, this dude was a bite-sized snack. Yeah, just I mean, he, to be, he, and it's huh. yeah, he obliterates that 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 smaller dragon in one fail attack. I mean, it's done. It's, it's like, how do you apologize like, for that? I put myself in Amon's shoes, and I was like, Amon was I'm, like, I'm, I'm Mom, sorry, I got your Mom, no. I'm sorry. Aunt, yeah, Aunt Rhaenyra, he killed his cousin basically, so, so he's gonna I have to go home and say, I killed my cousin. It may have inadvertently started a war. Oh my god, man! And Rhaenyra is just like, no, fuck you. It's a a terrible moment when you watch it, especially you know I'm a father, so it's just like watching a kid die is terrible. Uh It's terrible for anybody, but you know I have three little boys, so watching a little boy die, you're just like, they say hell has no fury like a woman scorned. 
Oh, you see, no theory, you like, see it. You see it on the Queen's I'm sure we're going to see it. Oh, man. The pissed off Vagar. Oh, my it God. Is, uh, it is I'm, something else. Uh-huh. More like a pissed it off Renara. Renara, yeah. Which which shows like the 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 previous writers of Vagar, it shows how badass they are. Yeah, you like, must have his wife. The, the they command him. And her, then, must have been like yeah. You had Amon, the little boy, who's who stole this huge ancient dragon from the family that you, that is used to controlling mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? So you thought that you were just gonna. Get it, and it was just gonna obey you without fail, and all that stuff. Heck, no! You gotta put in more work than that. Way more work. You gotta put in your time, bro. He should have like, not to mess with Lucerius from the get go. Like, bro, don't do it. Right, like it just sounds, you know, yeah, it just sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. It's good. I'm, I'm sure. It's, it's I'm crazy sure I'll get good. It. I'm sure I'll get into that world eventually. I got a, enough on my plate right now. If you but, like, uh, if you like um, Lord of the Rings or um, what else uh, that I could compare it to, uh, what other good movies out there that I could compare it to? That it it kind of gives me Pirates of the Car- Caribbean like structure and style. A little and then bit. you had the mythical creatures out there, and like mm-hmm. if you like stuff like that, you'll love uh, the Game of Thrones series. Um, but I would advise you because if you watch Game of Thrones first before watching the prequel, you may be turned off by the end of it. Mm-hmm. So that's what they watch this. I've heard and read that's about every negative thing and comment about the ending. I would be completely prepared for it. I, I'm okay. It is what it is. And Cam, you might like it. it. I'm I'm one of the rare people that that likes the the Game of Thrones ending. I I had my complaints about it, but yeah. overall, it was cool. Like, <laughs> like I didn't hate it, but I didn't actually necessarily like it either. Yeah, Game Game of Thrones went so hard for so many seasons that when one freaking season goes a little sideways the whole world just turned on game of thrones like bro like chill out like like chill out just from the get-go they didn't really necessarily involve george in it and you had these two producers that hadn't had not read the book none of that didn't even do their research and went by i guess what people told them or something or cliff notes you know what I'm saying? And so when you have that and they don't really follow the lore like that, and so some things are all off, yeah, you're going to have an angry crowd. Because, yeah. Yeah, the directors, the, book. the and, directors for the final season of Game of Thrones, they went behind George R. R. Martin's back and planned this. So yeah. everything you see is George R. R. Martin had no hand in that. So you mm-hmm. can't blame George. Can't blame George. Right. Um, but this one, he was all hands on. Mm-hmm. That's George is high, highly involved with House of the Dragon. I yeah. love it because he uh, even he said like like this this here. He no, you can't let nobody mess it up here because this sets the stage for so much, so many other things that could happen. You know what I mean? This is like the base. This is. The foundation. You cannot have a wonky foundation and think you're gonna build a solid house on it without it falling. 
like or or as as some people say you can't build a house on sand you know right. what I mean? so target the targaryen family bro but targaryen yeah. yeah and uh I, I do want also want to talk about one character in particular that man like dude went down in history bro dude was so cold and like his dragon was probably the, the baddest dragon out of all of them. And uh I, I just want to talk about Dwayne Targaryen. Um one of the <laughs> most loved dragons. Like, <laughs> one of the best the best <laughs> the Adam yeah. Dragon. Yeah. The black the black Adam Dragon. Yeah, yeah. the attack with the, the dragon's elbow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you smell? That's <laughs> yeah. oh, Targaryen like cooking. Vagar <laughs> ain't got nothing on that dragon. Oh man! I had a question uh, yeah, too. Um, in the finale, was it the finale? It might have been the episode before. Okay, the um, white worm. Oh. Now, did they kill the white worm, or did they kill that servant that shows up at the the servant that was leaking information from the court? The they killed the network. They killed okay, the yeah, not network. her yeah. because I was like, it seemed yeah. to happen too quickly and easily. I so, was like, yeah, I, I got confused on that part too because of the transition. I'm like, so yeah. did they kill the white worm? But no, y'all, y'all about to see some shit in season two. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. y'all about to see some shit. Oh man, I'm team black, man. I'm just saying, man. Yeah, they they thought they had it good, man. They thought. It was like, oh yeah, Otto Hightower has got all the planning done, and we'll just be ten steps ahead. No, you won't, bro. Uh, you thought you, you Damon, thought Damon, Damon wasn't watching you? Oh come on, Damon, you you got the best you, strategist right there, and you thinking like Otto is going out strategize Damon, who has no battle experience or anything like that. While and, Damon and, uh, battle IQ, I don't understand how Otto thought it was gonna go. For the second time when he shows up at Dragonstone, yeah, with the the terms, I'm like, how did he Ooh. think that was gonna? But I mean, I understand Allison <laughs> demanded that because yeah. she wanted to give an option for peace instead of war. Because I know Allison at that moment still wanted the option of, hey, I don't want to kill my best friend and my cousins and they're my kids' cousins and everybody, Whoa. you know, this family. <laughs> so she was like, we're gonna give them terms regardless. But. Mm. Otto was, like, Otto was okay. sabotaging the terms from the beginning. <laughs> he didn't yeah. want them to take the terms. He's a and dick. Damon and Damon was watching him the entire yeah. time. Yeah, Damon knew from the get go he was a snake. He was like, "Man, Viserys, why is he your fucking hand?" And this, exactly, <laughs> he, 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 Viserys and Viserys finally put two and two together after like uh, Rhaenyra yeah. said something. Yeah, and he was just like, "Damn, Otto's good for that, bro." Yeah. That shoot, I, I, I don't auto manipulated me with some good cuckoo. That's <laughs> like, dang, bro, that's all it took to fold you. I ain't gonna be bad. I, I would have folded too. Because don't be I like was, Sir Kristen, though. Well, oh, man, oh, I can't oh. stand this dude with a simp, simp Kristen. <laughs> Sim Kristen. Kristen. Oh, and anyone, oh. if I wanted to see Dracarys on anybody, it was on that fool. Oh my god. Man, he didn't even get the box yet. And he's just like, I'm in like, love with you, Allison. No sense. You went crazy over some nana. 
He, he was crazy. He got to have a fling with the princess and and then threw a fit about it. Like a whole fit, grown I ass man too. That good. Like there's other women out here. He but down if bad. Down like that, I'll have what he's having. Anyways, now that I think about it, he was down bad because he he swore into chastity. <laughs> Still, though. No, they can, like, go and, they can go and sleep with other people, right? That would have made me. Just I, I don't think he can. I don't think he can smash like at all. You, you, you have, you have to wed. Yeah, no, you can't. You, you no. have to be wed to get some. No, nah, nah. Um, they swore into chastity. Right? When, when okay. Nira gave so, him the nana, nah, he was just like, "Oh, baby, no I kings, love no you." No guard <laughs> for me. Then that's just right. a, that's a deal breaker. I'd rather yeah, be a is. gold cloak. And the screw- deal breaker. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'd rather be in the pleasure house, a full time employee. Shoot, bro. Gold yeah, cloak got it made. Oh man, I wish we had that that discussion we had when we were going the pleasure house discussion. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Rob and Kaylee and oh, oh that one was, that one was. Ooh, that was we, 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 we can save that for another time when all of them are together. Yeah, I couldn't exist in that world. I'd be in the I'm pleasure house 24-7 just hoeing the... I got a huge crush on, on, on the actor that plays Rhaenyra. Like, when she's all dressed up, but out, out of the dress up, I don't Ooh. understand what that is. I, I mean, Ooh. it's like, how do you, how? How do you Ooh. go from this to this, I'm maybe you're attracted to the classiness, like the maybe. Call it, like maybe. The, she has that motherly right. vibe coming off of her. She she's a good mother, she for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, they definitely picked actresses who portray that very well as mm-hmm. the you know mother of these future heirs to the throne kind of situation. But they convey a a, a very uh, motherly vibe, and I think uh, me and Jen talk about that too. You think you could tell with a lot of actors and actresses whether they really have kids? Because when they yeah. play a role where they're supposed to be a parent or take care of a kid, and it looks like they're you know they're holding a bag of Jello or something, they're all like. But these two ladies seem to. I mean, I don't know if they have children, but they they're pulling it off that they they, they, know. they you know able to pull that role. That's a that's good acting if they don't have kids. Really strong yeah. motherhood vibes, like because Allison, yeah. the actress that plays her. Both young and old, they both like they flowed into it naturally. And then the actresses that played young and old, uh, Rhaenyra, they killed it too. It is just oh, like, yeah. oh, like it, it was is. just constant, perfect casting. Like, and I remember, like, who are we gonna pick to be Damon? And they said, Matt Smith, guess, yeah, who? Matt Smith killed it, bro. He, yeah, you mean freaking Doctor Who and the the, the the evil best friend from Morbius? He's gonna be freaking yeah, Damon Targaryen, dude. I remember uh, them interviewing the two women that played uh, Rhaenyra and Allison, and uh, they were talking about how they made the, the transition from the young to the older versions within a short period of time. Mm-hmm. What they did was. The 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 women that played the older version would go back and play and, and rehearse the parts of the younger ones, and mm-hmm. would kind of play as their younger selves and do the same lines and everything. They'll go through the same, you know, dialogue and everything like that, just to get a feel of it and to, I guess, you know, get where they're coming from, you know, which made for a better better acting. 
You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a good method right there. So question the, you know, before we 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 move on, my final question, I guess, for the finale. Do you feel that they're gonna be doing as many time jumps and fast forwards? Because when we ended the um with the exception of uh Luceris, most of the kids are about in their teens now. So I mean, do they need any more time jumps? Are we expected to see the same actors and a lot of this stuff unfold with who we have present now and from no more I, like, you know? From what I hear from the producers, it's like this was just to, you know, set the stage to lead up to the Dance of the Dragons. This wasn't even the main course. The Dance of the Dragons is the main course, so they had to show, like, okay, this is where it started. And so we have to go through the time jumps to age them up to where I mean, we get okay. the Dance of the Dragons. And so yeah. it may be there may be some times where they flash back to the past, which I'm hoping they do for uh, what's his the, the first king? Uh, Aegon. Yeah. Aegon the first. Okay. Yeah. Him. And maybe just one episode or something like that. But yeah, I think. They're not going to do a lot of skipping, a lot of time skips in this one. It's just going to yeah. be like. They got one more to support the kids, but I think yeah. the some of the adult actors that we've had so far, they're going to stick around. Mm-hmm. I know Matt Smith is going to stick around. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Cook should stick around and Emma D'Arcy should stick around, too. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're guaranteed we're to still, have. We still have Corliss, right? He's going to stay. Stay. Yeah, yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be around for a bit. Yeah, and they the aren't princess, gonna age the, into the princess who would be queen, the queen that never was. Yeah, the queen yeah. that never was. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you know, uh, she's actually turned out to be one of my favorite people in the whole she, thing. And a lot of people were like, Why didn't she just say Dracarys and end it right? right there? They ended like, a whole bunch of conflict right there. That's her family too. She's watched her children, her children die or, you know, be gone. Those are her nieces and nephews, and you know, yeah. she doesn't want to destroy the realm. She wants to unite the realm. So yeah, she yeah. could have destroyed them. And I think that that was a message when she pops up there with her dragon. She's letting them know, <laughs> remember this moment. I could have ended your future right now, Ooh, and she leaves. So in a way, it's kind of like. Just remember, Whew. I had the chance to bury you all, and I didn't. Okay, yeah, but I don't think I think it's gonna fall on deaf ears with Otto and whoever yeah. else. Remember, it, it, it made an impact. Remember that I said this: every action has consequences. I don't think that was a good idea. That's one of the top five greatest shit ons in all of fictional <laughs> television history because she's yeah. shit on them. She's. <laughs> She's Siza. She's Siza. Oh my God. But overall, uh, uh, my final thoughts on House of the Dragon season one, I'd give it a solid A. I, I give all of season one a solid A for me on the report card. That'd be a nine, I'll say a 9.5 out of 10. I feel the scale of one to 10 for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about you, Egypt? I'm not as huge a fan, um, <laughs> but uh, overall, like I said, it's not so, it's not a series that I can, I would knock for its 
production, it's acting, yeah. it's writing. Everything is top notch. Um, so I can't knock it for any any of that stuff. It hasn't fallen apart, you know, as far as I'm concerned. So I would still give it an eight, um, eight out of ten. Um, okay. Just for you know, even if you're if you're coming into it new, you're coming into it blind. You never seen a seen a you know George R. R. Martin story before in your life. You could pick this up, enjoy it. It's a it's a good it's a good series. You know, I think everybody would enjoy the drama, the acting, the intrigue. It's very good. Yeah, uh, for me, um, I would definitely give it yeah an A, a solid A, maybe even an A plus for me. Um, uh, and as for scoring, a nine. Like a solid nine. Yeah. Yep. That that was it for House of the Dragons. Uh, I, I don't know if all of you guys have seen Tales of the Jedi, but that just dropped, and it's six really short episodes. I know I Gibby's been ready to shred it. <laughs> yeah. I know. I saw that post. I was like, "Damn, Gibby just is not happy with that. He ain't having it. He ain't oh. having it." Oh, I wish we could God. get him on here real fast, though, man. Yeah, he would. He would have went off about House of the Dragon. Yeah, I don't know if he's still in the comments, but yeah, he if he would have got on the show, like House of the Dragon and Tales of the Jedi would have been his like yeah. selling points for sure. So yeah. is everybody here a big Star Wars fan? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Cam and definitely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from what I'm hearing, there's a lot of Star Wars fans who are just unhappy with this presentation. Not How me. How do you feel? How do you feel about it, Cam? I liked it. I mean, it was it was shorter than I was expecting. And uh, like 15 to like 18 minutes, they were mostly. But, I mean, they were short. They were to the point. Uh, uh, they had a lot of like they were simple but like really like powerful stories like like ahsoka being born and like seeing like her her people witnessing like what she's capable of her that she could be a jedi and then def it was definitely interesting and intriguing to see how one of the sith's greatest like lords count dooku fell from grace as a jedi and then mm-hmm. got, I've never really like n- known like how like that happened, like what all took place, and just seeing him lose faith in the Jedi and then turning to the Sith. Thought that was really really interesting for sure. I like that for sure. Was it canon or like was it was it animated and was it canon? You want to know I mean, what's it crazy? Was- uh, like according to the EU bookheads, uh, there. Everything that happened in the TV show was not canon, but the 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 top bosses of Star Wars are like this is canon now. I mean, oh yeah, so, so yeah, so it's like, like all right, like, created and written by Dave Filoni, who like mm-hmm. did okay. the Clone Wars and Rebels. So yeah, and I would imagine it would be canon for sure. But uh, yeah, it was animated. It was in the same style as the Clone Wars and. It didn't. It felt. It felt very much like it, and then it could have been a movie. It could have been like an hour long movie, to be honest. But I, I would have enjoyed it for sure. Right. So, that's one thing I've noticed a lot with with Star Wars, as opposed to other other you know franchises. Is Star Wars has a 
a constantly evolving canon. <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. what, what people say, that's not canon. And then next week, it may be canon. Right, right, right. Because yeah, they no, had the, like, got the, the final say. Yeah. Like a decade or two ago, and now we yeah. have all the movies and all the newer books coming out that they're saying are, are canon. But yeah, I guess it just depends on like what people prefer and what their perspective is, and also what the actual people behind the curtains say. Like, like uh, this is canon. This is canon. No, we cannot say what Yoda's race is called ever. Bruh. It, it, that's it's been a long, long time, an unsolved mystery of what the hell is Yoda's race. That's that's like the it's like yeah. it's like Penny's last name in the Big Bang thing. Where I don't think we're ever gonna find out, like ever, ever. Okay. <laughs> it's like yeah. come on, like at okay least give that. us a family. What? I, I mean, on. we have a, we have like a maybe a distant family member now, and yeah. Grogu. yeah. <laughs> so there is a whole race as opposed to like in the very beginning you could have thought Yoda was a, like a one-off you know like, right you know now right. you you see that he's possibly part of maybe even a, a very small race of being right because and he even, got grown even in the Phantom so, Menace when we all yeah. saw Yaddle in there yeah who is who we actually get to see in Tales of the Jedi hmm. and they mm-hmm. and they elaborate more on her too so like that's what I Phantom heard yeah Menace, uh-huh. There's like and, a brief second where you see the Jedi Council, and she's over on the left side. And if you didn't see her in that clip, you didn't see her at all, right? Mm, and yeah. that's the only movie she's in. And this kind of like sort of like explains why we never see her. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is she's voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard, one of the directors from The Mandalorian. Mandalorian, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought she did a, a pretty good job. I'm not sure if she's ever done a, a voice scene before, but no, no, I, I'd say she did a pretty good job. And just seeing Yaddle like, like, and actually fought, go up against Dooku because, because she held her happened. own. Oh yeah, she, she held her own for for a good amount. Yeah, she held her own, man. Like, damn, like Dooku. So, that's mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, do you feel like it's a, a a building block for what they're heading towards? You know, they've got a bunch of series that they that they want to seem like they want to, you know. Um, expand on that this is hey we're going to try and kick these off and launch this stuff is, is this an important block like an important stepping stone to go hey here's a little backstory if you check this out this series is going to make a whole lot more sense when you get to there you know is that yeah. what they're doing I would say so uh, well, I mean I w- at least for like a Sokotano at least because uh, yeah because it like I said it feels very much like it could be like a Clone Wars, like special, special or something, but it still stands out on its own. But yeah, like in just finding out a little bit more about Ahsoka and like, like what her training and after what happened with Order sixty six, where she ended up, and just still like remembering like who she is and like like why she does what she does, why she keeps going on. That definitely helps us like for sure like remember and why we love her so much and like. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, she's she's her show should be launching soon, right? Sometime yeah. next year. Which yeah, the one thing I'm most excited for besides season three of the Mandalorian. Oh, oh I know the Mandalorian was just yeah. I, I was caught completely off guard by that because I'm I'm what you say is a very casual fan of Star Wars, you know. So I yeah. wasn't very knowledgeable about the whole Mandalorian race except for what I had heard, you know, little tidbits here and there from Boba Fett references and stuff, but, right? Uh, just the 
one thing I have to say is, uh, is just, they just they they knocked it out of the park for me for both. They the, really did. Season. I mean, I was from, like, from day this is, one, this is on Rogue One level for me because Rogue yeah. One is one of my favorites. You know, it's it's like, so that, was a, that was a masterpiece. Yeah, and, yeah, that yeah. was so good. And, and it was like yeah. a, uh, yo, I didn't need, I didn't need ten thousand famous faces. I didn't need, you know, the biggest production budget. You guys kicked ass with what you had. And we just need a guy right who never shows his face and just mm-hmm. kicking ass. Yeah, which, yeah. which was great. With enough uh, references to stuff you enjoyed of the, the of the genre or the of the franchise to go, oh, I recognize that. Hey, I know that droid. Hey, I've seen speeder bike troopers before. You know, hey, enough to where you were like, oh, this is this is this is my thing, but more. Yeah, you know, it's exactly. an easy formula to follow too. And you would think like Paramount could follow that with their Halo series. But like, no, we want Master Chief to just run around with no suit arms. <laughs> Like what the uh, hell, bro? I'm not even a. I mean, like, I I've never read the Halo books, but just watching the the episodes, and I was like, why is his helmet always off? Like, always. If, if Mandalorian can do it, Master Chief can do it too. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, it, it was. It, oh, they made. I guess they wanted to be different. I guess they wanted to be different. I don't know. I'm, yeah, they, they did. They did. They tried to rebel. <laughs> they tried their best. Eric, it, if you ever like, watch, have you ever watched the Clone Wars? I've watched parts. I I, I only caught some, a lot of it when it was on uh, Cartoon Network mm-hmm. way back, uh, and uh, I know it gets more um, involved into the stories as it goes on because the parts I saw were all the first and second episode or first and second season, I guess. So mm-hmm. it's a little more, you know, just touching on stuff. Yeah. But, uh, I've tried to go back and watch some of it, but it's it's hard because for me, some of the the scenes and stuff and the it's it seems dated. I mean, it's kind of like oh, that's uh, a bit understandable. But uh, they definitely cover a lot about uh, Mandalore and the Mandalorians themselves. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you if you want to learn more about this, like that itself, like you should definitely like try to like pick out like the Mandalore episodes because those are really mm-hmm. good. And uh, yeah. actually, uh. Bogatan from season two of The Mandalorian, she came from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, okay. And what's really cool is uh, Katie Sackhoff, who played her in the show, she voiced her in the show too. Oh, okay. She's been yeah. Bogatan since day one, and it was, it's been epic. They've made some good choices. I would yeah. say that uh, a lot of the non casuals, like the diehards, they, they know so much more about this series. Than we do. Uh, oh yeah. Part of that is because uh, there's a lot of characters that's exclusively Filoni, mm-hmm. so we we refer to that as the Filoni verse. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, Jin Jaren. I, I don't know if it's the Mandalorian race itself, but Jin Jaren for sure as a character is a Filoni verse character. Okay. That that became care. That became canon, mm-hmm. and. Uh, from from what some people's perspective of it is, is that they've been trying to make some of the Filoni-verse characters look way more badass than the OG George Lucas characters. And I can kind of see that. Uh, you watch the Boba, the book of Boba Fett. Uh, oh, you see yeah. I watched how Jin Jaren, which is the Mandalorian main character, shows up and tries to come off as more badass than Boba Fett. I think he... It, you it, see, it, it ruffles it, the feathers. It's equal. It's about equal because Din is more is newer and more our generation, and Boba is is like 
went from the OG and like so right. badass no matter what. Yeah, that I mean, standing is like I said, a casual. Mm-hmm. The book of Boba Fett disappointed me a lot. Really? Because I I remember Boba Fett from being yeah, a kid. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you were taught that, you know, that, I mean, you didn't see him do anything badass, but him just being there, he was a badass. Right. So badass, bro. He like, was one of the worst crime bosses I've ever seen displayed on that show. Total yeah. mess, bro. Okay. His sidekick, the the, the sniper lady, Fennec, was yeah. 10 times better at being a crime boss than Boba. It was bad. Just, it, the, the series was done. It, it it lost it, it it took too long in the beginning for me to get to Boba Fett being Boba Fett and then it lost its footing then it got its footing back and then it then it kind of just and then I thought it needed the Mandalorian to save it in the very end because it was bleeding to death for people going Boba Fett sucks I was like what happened to the guy that I'm supposed to be like him just being in the room everyone's like oh shit Oh shit! Chill out, chill out. No, <laughs> it ended up being this dude who can't even figure out who's who's screwing him over in this small town. On, I'm like, really? Yeah, this freaking... survived in the stomach of this, you know, that creature for like. I'm like, what? he can't figure this shit out. Yeah, I mean, we can. Seneca, or you know, what's her name? Seneca, she could figure it out. I'm like, she went and handled the hard work for him, dealing with the people who are screwing him over. I'm like, what is he doing then? Going to take another bath? He's getting manhandled by another bounty hunter. Yeah, it was. But I mean, to me, when you mentioned like, is the Filoni verse characters trying to be overshadowed? I think it's like Cam mentioned, he's more our, our generation. Mm-hmm. Now, like he fits this generation more, where Boba Fett at the time was a cool character that Lucas threw out without right. a whole lot of backstory, which we all got to imagine more of a backstory for. And then people wrote the, backstory. And now that you we're know? actually getting real backstory and like real yeah. character. Yeah, and you're he's trying they're trying to make him meet up to this what we got with Jin. You're like, whoa, he's badass. And then they're trying to bring Boba Fett up there, but he yeah, just—it's—it's it's strange. He's just naked, man. He's just it's like a—it's <laughs> just our casual perspective versus the OG book readers, because book readers they have this whole theory yeah. about what Filoni is trying to do, and and sometimes you you see stuff and it's just like, is it really a theory or are they dead serious? Like Filoni is really about to do some grimy stuff to all the characters that George Lucas gave us. And it's a, one example is that is that when they finally introduce Boba Fett and uh, the Mandalorian, the first thing that happens, he gets his ass whooped by this girl, Mandalorian girl. And she's not even like Bo-Katan. It's like her right-hand girl. And he gets flipped, tossed. He pulls out a flamethrower, and she's just like, get that shit mm-hmm. out of my way. So I, I understand like what Rob and the other guys are just like, oh, hell no. And then it doesn't even stop there. So in the book of Boba Fett, uh, it, this started way back in the day. I'm not sure when exactly, but Cad Bane uh, entered the game as a Filoni bounty hunter. Oh, and the man. theory about him is that he's supposed to be a better bounty hunter or he's going to be made a, betty, a better bounty hunter, bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. than the freaking Boba Fett. And right. even though Boba Fett killed him, 
he he struggled a whole lot. Well, and granted, I, I, Cad Bane has a good rap sheet, mm-hmm. but Boba Fett should still have seniority and all kinds of advantages over. Well, him. So I mean, I, well, technically, Cad Bane's been doing it longer than Boba, I guess, because mm-hmm. Cad Bane uh, is another character that came from the Clone Wars. If you mm-hmm. if you if anyone doesn't know. And he is absolutely one of the most infamous, badass, like, gunslinging bounty hunters in the galaxy. And he's been doing it for a long time because during the Clone Wars, Boba was just a kid. He was still learning the game. So, if anything, mm-hmm. Bane should have more seniority and, like, be more right. just just as or more feared than Boba Fett. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I think they were trying to make, make Boba... Make, I don't know, struggle, like, be, make him more, like, human or, like, bring him down to, like, a ground level, maybe, because they... Because yeah. we did kind of put him on, like, fans did put him on, like, a high pedestal because oh, yeah. of how badass he was and how great, how awesome a character he was. Even though we didn't really do much uh, just outside, like, looking like a badass, like, flying on his jetpack. But they did, they did make him, like, just relearn and, like, like, how to, like, be a a better per- better man, a better hunter, a better shooter. Just, I mean, I I like seeing the struggle and like seeing him like try to like piece together his life and like try to get a semblance of who he is now. Because yeah, it, it's been a long time. Because it was a long time that he wasn't even like in the bounty hunting game. Like after yeah. he crawled out of the Sarlacc pit. So yeah, but yeah, it's just a mixed bag. But I didn't I have too much issue with it. Yeah, what they're saying about Jin Jaren and uh, Cad Bane is the same thing they're saying about Ahsoka now. So Ahsoka is supposedly they're trying to build and build and build more on her hype to, to the point that it's just like casuals are going to be willing to debate her as one of the strongest Jedi. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe that they're going to go that direction, but... If the EU fans see it coming with Dave Filoni and his supposedly nefarious intentions, then the, <laughs> Ahsoka's going to be necessary. Though at this point, I mean, not not to not to knock Rob or any of the old school. You know, they love the original stuff, but it's necessary at this point now for Star Wars to bring in new blood, new characters, new, especially after what I feel is a huge failure with the uh, recent trilogy. Right. Uh, they even have, you know, they've had, um, what do you call it? Um, statements put out, news statements and stuff where they're like, hey, we're going to try to go in a different direction. We're not going to use the same old characters anymore. They need to because mm-hmm. it's just like if you go with Marvel mm-hmm. Comics, if all they ever did was stick with Captain America, Iron Man, and the Hulk from the original Avengers. They wouldn't have gotten further when they started to expand. They made characters like the X Men during the you know, you know that that supported a civil rights era kind of right. idea. You know, mm-hmm. they had to change with the times and introduce people to bring in new blood, new ideas, new new fans to like of a different character. Not saying the old ones are gone forever because you're always going to have references back to Luke. You're always going to reference Yoda. You're always going to reference Vader. Okay, but that's established. And for if you're gonna build a new character, you can't have that new character shit on a 
Yeah, it's, no, I can't mean, suck he, and can't shit on the OG. That yeah, that's what I and he did. And if you notice, no. Jin showed respect to Boba, especially when they figured out who he was. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and the respect is shown to these older characters, but it's shown as more of a respect. But you you belong more here. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna take the torch and keep going. I respect you, cool. You're badass, but it's time for someone to keep going because right. now you know you need to be more of a mentor to me or more of a you know uh, I don't know something. But look, when when they killed off Luke in the manner that they did, mm. it showed to me that they're kind of bringing down the Jedi Order from being what it was when we were growing up. The Jedi Order was like. Man, these guys are all good, doing everything great, trying to make the world a better place. And now we're seeing in the days and times we live in, people don't want the hero that's flawless. Mm-hmm. Okay, People don't want this order of all benevolent people who are doing great things just to do great things. Okay, right. Because it's not the world we live in. And if you're going to write and you're going to create, you got to create something that people can relate to. Exactly. Remember? Right. Somebody that plays on both sides of the spectrum, like the For fact someone that someone who's real, yeah, like, like I yeah. mean, I feel like she's she's definitely more of a Jedi we can all relate to because her emotions play a part in her decisions, her choices, yeah. And there's you know, so many yeah. Force wielders that go from Jedi to Sith and Sith back to mm-hmm. Jedi, and some yeah. of them are canon, but they will be canon soon. Yeah, it? and, and that's right. the most interesting but no, point. I, but no, I agree with you on Ahsoka, yeah, because. She's more probably more human and more like has more struggle than most, if not all Jedi, for mm-hmm. sure. And the fact that because we as much as it is good to have like a Jedi who's doing good because of good. And like, uh, but and like, like you said, but we but if anything, it'd probably be better to have someone who is flawed, who has a chip on their shoulder, who struggled, who knows like the other side of, of the saber or the spectrum like can yeah. like knows how far not to go and what and where to draw the line and like like how to play play the game and play dirty if need to but just try not to remember why you're doing this. Yeah, I mean exactly. We got her with her you have someone that loves and cares about someone who's a, a Sith lord. Right. You know? That person is very important to her life. Everything in her life. So then it's it, it makes sense. Like they showed that more too with the other side of Obi-Wan with this recent series with Obi-Wan. It showed Obi-Wan is not perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it took it back from what we had originally, where it's like Obi-Wan is without flaw. You know, that's what you always thought. He was this white knight, could do no wrong, was always there for the people, always doing the right thing. No, he hid out. He, you know, he had to Uh oh. Oh, oh man. Yeah, it, 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 it just like canceled out on me on on Eric too. Yeah, it kicked Eric out too. It was like, damn, man, we, we apologize for these technical difficulties. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. But I, I'm gonna but run to the bathroom real quick and then uh we'll probably give oh, our final is. thoughts on, on this and then just call it good for tonight. Uh I'll be right back. Take your All time. Right. They kick you out too. Yeah, I think that was the wrap it up button from you know the powers that be. The universe was like, "Hey, wrap it up." <laughs> more, more or less. <laughs> but no, deal be deal be back in a second. But, uh, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, 
but no, I, but yeah, no, Ahsoka is definitely like one of, still going to be one of my favorites for sure. Uh, her show is, I'm so excited for that one. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I should definitely check out the Clone Wars then to learn more about her before. Definitely. And then this new, this yeah. new, this the new Clone series Wars, as well. Yeah, because like Filoni created her for the show. She was basically the audience learning everything about the the Jedi, Coruscant, and everything. Yeah. Uh, they made a they made an animated movie, and then like the series, which ran for like seven seasons. They they revived it for like one season, like like a year over a year ago, and it was it had one of the best endings I've ever seen. But yeah, and I would also say watch uh, Star Wars Rebels too because, like I said, she's in that one as well. Oh, okay. I didn't even know she was on that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, all Filoni's work, all, everything, uh, Clone Wars, uh, Rebels, and so you 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 seem like you love both the the new Filoni verse and the original Lucas kind of verse. Mm-hmm. Do you see that the conflict is a negative thing, or do you see it as a growing thing? Like it, I'm gonna see as a little bit of. Both more growing because uh, we they've got to like as much as like we need to like use some of like the original characters and like uh, story points and like movies. We, they also have to try and make their own new stuff, like their new material, new content, or else because if they just do the same thing over and over again, they're just gonna run in circles uh, to a point. But uh, as so long as they like do show respect for like the original content, the characters from there, and just, like, just show, have the passion and love for it and, like, still, like, want to do their own thing, I'd say go for it. And and as long as the fans, like, like it, if I like it, then I've got no issue. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'll definitely take your advice and uh, look at some of that because I'm, I'm anticipating her series, too. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested, especially with just, just the tidbits that I, we got made. Oh, you yeah. Know, it was like, wow. You know. Rosario Dawson is the perfect person to play her in live action. Yeah. She's a she's a fan of Ahsoka too, and she wanted to play her forever. So the fact that she's living that dream now—that's just mm, I love yeah. that for her. Icing on the cake. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I try oh. to heed the the OG's warnings a little bit. Like I'll keep a watchful eye if like Filoni is like, yeah, I want Ahsoka to be the most powerful Force wielder in the game and all that but otherwise i'm not gonna live my life like that no and even she even she wouldn't feel like that she would i mean part of her feels like she's not even a real jedi because she left uh, spoiler she left the order so she yeah already hint to that too because i mean in the the end of the mandalorian season where luke actually shows up there's no question that he is the man when he shows up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He is the pinnacle. Right. Like he walks through that ship like takes like, down hey, so many. This is a lunch break for everything. me. Everything. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't think that 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 even with that writing, they showed respect to the old school. They're like, look, yeah, he will always be top dog. Okay. No yeah. question. It's just you've got to see where the other power lies. Power is different, power changes. It doesn't mean that it's gone or anything like that. It just yeah. changes. Right. And it's right. time for it to change. Like, I understand, like, from a Kathleen Kennedy approach, but Dave Filoni, I have to be very watchful of him because Kathleen mm-hmm. Kennedy, she's kind of savage with it, but Filoni's kind of been walking on eggshells a little bit. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, because Ahsoka, right. I, I respect her. She's a bad uh, female Jedi, and I, I, I'm here to see that. Jinjar uh, Ren is pretty cool as a bounty hunter, and Cad Bane is pretty cool as a bounty hunter, too. Apparently, all three of them are Filoni characters, so... Mm-hmm. Cad Bane was in the Clone Wars, too, and yeah. you see him just go toe-to-toe with Jedi, and he's just he's just an all-around badass and one of my one of my favorite villains for sure yeah each and every single one of them's canon now too and they're supposedly making some of the star wars video game protagonists canon too like they might go for star killer someday oh that would right. be interesting yeah. oh and, and they're making and I'm pretty sure callum wait a minute um, they're making a star killer show yeah no, they want no, a christian not, he may show yeah, up as being uh yeah canon and yeah. callum is pretty much canon too and since he's getting from Jet Fallen Order and since he's getting a sequel game and they're also making a book too they're writing a book for him as well oh wow yeah, yeah I hope I they make a lot an of anime. that too it, it, they, people they who could, are casual like me or you know aren't even casual just enjoy watching the movies they don't know that a lot of behind the scenes stuff are these writers who pick it up pick up the idea or the hint towards someone and run off with this great story that ends up molding a lot of the universe. You know I mean? You're like, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, I can't, I can't place it exactly, but someone had told me like there was a whole book about Qui-Gon's first apprentice where it's referenced in the movie. Like you remember what happened with that and maybe not his first apprentice, but it's the one that he messed up with mm-hmm. ended up becoming a pretty powerful enemy of his, you know, but you didn't get to hear any of that with the movies, but it was just referenced. But then there's a whole book and like parts of yeah. the comic and everything. And that's yeah. what I think a lot of people like we're seeing now with this development, these other series. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now you're going to get to see more of the expanded, you know, universe of Star Wars and get to see more of these interesting characters, more than what we got with the originals. Doesn't undermine them. You know, I know a right. lot of OG heads are scared or upset or whatever about you're taking out the, the classics, but Maybe it's more of a, a, a branching out of the tree. The classics are always going to be that trunk. That right, they're going to be the core, the center of it. Yeah, but yeah. the core of the tree. So they're yeah, going to have their spinoffs too, like Obi Wan Kenobi. Most of us didn't see that TV show coming. Like what? Yeah, right. Obi Wan Kenobi. Like, 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 and yeah. they're still making a Lando Calrissian show too. Mm-hmm. And they're just evolving with more books, or more comic books, and even like with characters we've never seen, like the movies or the shows, like Doctor Afra and. We just got Black Chrysanthemum in the book of Boba Fett, so yeah. yeah, there could be. There's a whole flurry of like characters that that could still be like moved to different mediums, like to animated, to to video, to gaming, to live action, right, yeah. to anything. That the possibilities are endless. And they gave us the solo uh, Star Wars story, so and people complained about that. We almost blocked our blessings for uh, Star Wars. Like there was so <laughs> apparently we weren't going to get Obi Wan Kenobi at first because of the numbers of Solo did so bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess uh, I guess the Star Wars guys felt felt mercy for us. Well, we also too, I mean the fact that you're definitely going to get you know you and McGregor to come come back. And I mean that right this. there. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, the that right there was like they they kind of had the gold in their pocket at that moment. Yeah, right. absolutely. There's absolute generation of people who grew up. He was their first experience of, you know, Jedi. You know, some of us grew up. Luke was our first experience of Jedi, but mm-hmm. some, you know, everyone who grew up with the prequels, 
So you got all those children who grew up, you know, and like, hey, that's Ewan my was guy. definitely my first for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. see, I grew up with the uh, the originals, so Mark was was my guy, you mm -hmm. know. But yeah. I always love I always loved Han the most. Just you right. know, by the Han seat is of his so hand. funny, man. Oh, yeah. He is. He by is the seat so of his funny. Hand, say he's gonna get things done, and you know, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. I felt yeah. that was really missing with this the the latest three because it felt like they had Poe Dameron. They had, but they never, neither of them ever fell into that role of being the by the seat of my pants, you know, gunslinging, you know, whatever. They didn't give him that. And like, I was who shot first? Super excited when Finn got the, the saber in the first one. I was like, oh, you know, and it never yeah. went anywhere. And I was so disappointed. I was like, ah. It was like, where is this force? Give him force ability, man, please. Right. I mean, they yeah, they I they, te they tease that at the end of like the rise of the sky rise of Skywalker. So, the, possibly like maybe Ray could like teach him like how to if he knows how to use the force and like be a Jedi. He, they could do that. Yeah, yeah. possibility. Yeah, but I mean, I think in a recent interview he said that they don't even talk. They're not even in talks anymore of him ever returning as Finn. So. And same with Daisy Ridley. Like she doesn't want to go back and play Ray again. Damn. I think the, the, between the the um, what's his name the second director, uh, uh, John Favreau. No, no, Favreau, no, no, from uh, the last the Jedi, the Last Jedi, and oh. uh, uh, Ryan yeah, Johnson, Rain Johnson, Rian yeah, yeah. I think between yeah. him and the switch back to um, the J.J. Abrams, J.J. Abrams. I think the two different visions there. And the actors just got tired of it, just kind of, you know. I mean, if I was if I was playing the role of Finn, and you had that first movie kind of brush up, like, hey, we're gonna break some barriers here. This could be the first person of color being a Jedi. You know, this could be the. Uh, it's also someone who was part of the Empire and was a stormtrooper becoming a Jedi. How crazy is that? That would be epic. And then it just went nowhere. You know, nowhere. so I think. A lot of yeah. them were just disheartened. Like, well, hey, I, well, I, I like came more in with believing it was going to be so much, and then I got nothing. Right. Well, I like more of what J.J. Abrams did more than I did Rian, personally. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that I did not not like The Last Jedi. I did, but the, just the, the, the different tonal direction that he went with after The Force Awakens. It just, I don't know, it just didn't mesh together with the other two, which were both Abrams. But, but no, I... Uh, no, yeah, it just was unfortunate that JJ didn't stick with all three like George did with both trilogies, mm. which it, it probably would have worked difference. with mm. work better. Yeah, I love JJ for sure, but it would have worked man. better. But Star mm -hmm. first Star Trek, now Star Wars. Next thing you know, he's gonna be doing uh, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I hope I hope he get I hope he's responsible for any Nova projects moving forward Ooh, for Marvel. That would be good. Him doing a Nova. He is, he is a good pick for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, actually, to be honest, I'm not a huge James Gunn fan, but he he did well when he carried the torch for Guardians. I mean, mm -hmm. his, I <clears throat> I mean, he even references that you know Star Wars is a huge influence on him as far as how a a galactic you know kind of experience should be. You know, mm -hmm. and, and I think he did good. There was enough other race, you know, interventions, enough other places, enough interesting, just the way Star Wars, pull, you know, does that. Star Wars gives you this whole universe and just, you know, makes it feel like, yeah, you just walked into another, you know, realm. Boom. You know, it's, yeah. and, you know, it's done very well. So I think Abrams is in, uh, 
you know, if he if he gets back in the man, you know, back helping with the mantle and stuff, that'd be great. But I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I was really disappointed with the, the. I think it was the Last Jedi and and uh, the Rise of Skywalker or those two. I mean, I'm going to have to watch rewatch that trilogy. I've seen them in theaters, but I mm. I faintly remember the events. It's that been a happened. while since I've seen them too. Yeah. Uh, I really like the first one. Force Awakens I, I like- was really good. If anything, I would have to put it The Force Awakens, The Rise of Skywalker, and then The Last Jedi. Because yeah. e- The Rise of Skywalker, I did like it. It could have made, could have had a bit better ending and more thorough I, story points-wise. But right. I, I don't know. I just like the idea, like the movie. It was a little bit more simpler than what yeah. Brian was trying to do with The Last Jedi. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Because, I mean, it felt like... JJ's trying to put tape and stuff and fix the the split that happened with the second. You know, he's like, I gotta go back. And how do I try fix this? What do I yeah. do? Help and me. It's a good Here's movie. how you fix it. Go to Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. He just had to. He was just trying to make everything complete, make it all make sense by the end. And there's a lot of work to do with a two and a half hour movie. You know, like I gotta. So it is good, but the second one just kind of. Yeah. The best if JJ goes to Marvel, you're right. Nova would be the way. Uh-huh. Absolutely. We just yeah, we just gotta figure out who's gonna play Nova and what Nova is gonna be. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. we gotta keep him separated from Kathleen Kennedy, that's for sure. Cause he's <laughs> oh, yes. that 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 is that is not JJ Abrams at his primes at all. Like you keep him away from her and you'll see prime JJ any day, but yeah. You, you keep you unite him with uh Kevin Feige, mm. yeah. Like a, producer, a producer who you know who wants to give the reins for creativity, it, it, it really makes a difference. It, it shows, you know. I mean, yeah, like Feige you said, Hamada, Hamada was so uh, just he just didn't give a and just like inner turmoil. And like, I don't want to hear you, Ray Fisher, exactly. But it's yeah. But, Screw you, Henry Cavill. Yeah, it's like, bro, you, you, you can't build your franchise like that. Screw you, you Ben Affleck, but not really yeah. not for me. Especially not for me. with actors like that. Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. You got actors who, like, you know, you got Affleck amazing. and Cavill on your list, and you're going to treat them like that? I'm like, what? He's way out of his league with that shit. Yeah. He, he, will, he will just, yeah, they will both just take, take him out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, now, uh, D, I know you're one to do a closing uh, statement soon, but I wanted to ask uh, you guys. Uh, uh, you, we've all wa- we all watched The Witcher, right? Or no? Uh, I haven't started the series yet, but I you I'm familiar started? with the games. What is it? Okay. Uh, the Witcher. Witcher. Oh yeah, I've watched. Okay. Uh, has anyone heard what's happened? What what the news that broke out today? No. Yes. Uh, yes. No. Heartbreaking. I know. I don't know how to feel about. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, for the gist of it, uh, do you, you know that Henry Cavill is Geralt, Geralt. Arena, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, today they announced the season four for Netflix, but they also announced that after season three, he is no longer going to be Geralt of Rivia, and he's handing the reins to <coughs> Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, my my my, my safe expression. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, what? I, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? I'll, 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 I'm gonna ask Eric first since you guys are processing right now. 
Uh, what, Eric, uh, what do you think? You're going from the Nerd King, the Man of Steel, to Liam Who Hemsworth. Loves the games, loves the books. Yeah, he loves, loves the all. games. He's played them all. I'm not. I don't know much about uh-huh. Liam Hemsworth except for what I've seen him do, I mean, and the he, fact that he's Chris Hemsworth's baby brother. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, oh, I know, I know, I know. Oh, this is. I this, mean, ooh. so basically, the only thing I can say, Cam, is The Witcher will end with season three for me. Oh, <laughs> that that's understandable. That's understandable. For me as well. I, I'll probably <sighs> still watch season four, but it's just never going to be the same. Clearly, yeah. I mean, no. I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's maybe because like he announced he was uh, coming back as Superman and other projects because The Witcher is like pretty demanding of him, like because he's got a film pretty. And stay in shape pretty tight, excuse me, tightly. But still, like he loves the games, he loves the book, he loves yeah. the whole world. So I can't imagine what would actually take him away from it. But maybe I, it's uh, that that rumor about the Marvel deal. If he's doing Superman and something for Marvel, he oh, might not have had the time in his schedule. You know, I mean, I, I guess, mean, but still, I mean, I, they, they could do probably right. work work around it. I don't know, but I know I, I know. just know fans are, are going to be clamoring. Go back! We don't care about Superman. Go Bro, back. I love Girl. Yeah. Girl is Girl Olivia is one of the best characters. He really is. Oh, they don't care about Superman. I mean, well, never mind. They are friends or fans <laughs> of freaking The Witcher, so I but, understand they don't. Thank you, thank you. No, I I do love Superman, but I do. He's the best so, Superman. So hands down. He, he, in the in the last few years, but no, he is such a great Geralt of Rivia. I can't see anyone else doing the job physically, yeah. emotionally, and it's one of those like he was born to be him, just like Robert really Downey was. Jr., like uh, Samuel L. Jackson. You know, it's like you were born for that role, and not to mention like and the chemistry that he had already has with the, the, oh. the rest of the castmates, oh. Anya oh. and Freya, and they ain't gonna get that back. Ah oh, man, well, yeah. That also, like, if he can leave, like, maybe someone else can. Just ah, oh, it's a whole can of worms. But it is. Uh, it is. I wouldn't risk it at all. No, yeah, studios I, need to re- really realize the importance of continuity. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bingo. Mm-hmm. Batman is a prime example. Batman is one of the most beloved characters ever. Okay, but continuity but makes a movies? huge difference. They lost Absolutely. a lot of fan-, fan following over the years just from. Going from Keaton to Kilmer to Clooney to especially in the nineties because yeah. the Tim Burton movies were so great. And yeah. Joe Schumacher was like, "Remember, we're making a cartoon. We're making a cartoon. No, yeah. no, you're not. It's a Jeez. graphic novel at best. I mean, you're talking <laughs> when you go with stuff with the the you know detective comics of Batman. You're talking about a very very stark world of you know. It's not a cartoon at all." You know, yeah, and we have a wrong idea of cartoons. Look at anime. Oh man, they have it right. right. They don't call it a cartoon. They don't treat it any different than rest the rest of their entertainment industry. They're like, we don't even call, we understand. We don't it even... can be drama. It can be horror. It can be comedy. It yep. can be action. We we won't even call cartoons cartoons these days. We call them like animated series or animated yeah. just movies. Right. Yeah, that too. But I know. the loss of I know. the loss of Henry is going to be oh. But maybe he just wants more time to build his uh, um, Warhammer 30k stuff because he loves that too. Have you seen that? 
Yeah, 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 I have. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that dude is a nerve, yeah. man. He, he is, he is so the king of nerves. I would love to interview him one day, man. He is the king. We got to. He, yeah, we he, got to. But he no, is the uh, true king of nerds. Just, so just v, send him I would an not, email, and I'm pretty no. sure we, you could probably get him on this on this podcast because he's just uh-huh. that. Cool. Oh yeah! Oh please, my gosh! I would please. love. Bro, I would, I love would pay. I would not pay. only to have him on here, but to talk to him, I would that would make my entire life. Like I would man. cry. I would cry. I don't see it happening, but still. You but, see I'm videos honest, of him walking yeah. down the street, like in Montreal or whatever. I forget. Maybe it's Montreal, Vancouver. They're filming something. He just wanted. Nobody notices him. I'm like, he seems like the kind of guy. Like, if you said, "Hey, would you would you do a short podcast with me here with my phone real quick?" He'd probably be like, "All right," because no one else is bothered. Like, <laughs> no yeah, yeah, I, I feel like he would too. He's just yeah, that's I'll, nice I'll and casual of a guy. Any other podcast, like we'd be the first to do it, man. You know, yeah, that would that For would real. be insane. I no, mean, Henry, man, I'd cry on the show with him. Bro. I probably <laughs> but, wouldn't but, be able to ask many questions because I'll be starstruck. And yeah. just stand I, would do, I would probably have to do like the, the question asking, asking at the best, like what he can answer, like in yeah. all honesty. Yeah, but, like uh, Henry, I just want you to know, no homo, bro. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, just cry, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 Deontay, do not let this deter you from watching The Witcher. It really is like. One of the oh. best series out there. At least like, watch the first three seasons, man. Yeah. The first two. Season three isn't isn't coming out until next summer, I think. Oh, first two right now. Yeah. yeah, you're right. The season three is next next July, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they've got the animated movie, Nightmare of the Wolf. And that's actually really good the, too. It was, yeah. yeah. And they have uh, the spin-off Blood Origins coming out this December. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's What's supposed to be like focus uh, on? Uh, it's supposed to be like the origins of like uh, the land, the con- the continents, and like, uh, oh. like, yeah, it's supposed to be have like the origins of the continents, like elves and humans, and like the story creation really of good. the first Witcher. Yeah, yeah and yeah, they've yeah. got like a pretty, they've got a big cast, but the biggest name that I recognize out of it is Michelle Yao. Yeah. Okay. That's. Mm, mm, Dude, mm. I still gotta watch C. That's my baby. Oh, I'm I'm watching C tonight for sure. Wait, you got Apple? I do. Uh, it's it's, it's and, uh, on. Yeah. Send me yeah. that information, man. I just watched Barbarian on uh Apple TV last night. So oh, I gotta like, I wanna check that out. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man, what's Barbarian about? It's it, a it's, it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Very we were recent. talking about earlier. Yeah. But uh yeah. What is it about? But like real fast, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it, it it's a it's about this girl. Like she, the trailer is is fucking awful. It it, it does not di- dive into misleading. what you need to know. Yeah, it's this very misleading about what goes on the story. This this girl gets like an Airbnb, and uh, she she pulls up, she checks in, and gets ready to like clock in and finds out that someone else is at the Airbnb as well. Uh, which that is kind of misleading too. So she gets to know him a little bit. The trailer makes it look like the threat or the antagonist to her is the dude that's in the Airbnb the whole time. It's not. Movie barely has anything to do with him. And it's a lot. The Airbnb, the house that they're in, has so much evil shit going on with it. And both of them get dragged into it. And and that's where that story goes. 
All right. Well, yeah. I guess we're going to uh, wrap All right. it up. You know what I'm saying? And, um, right. Yeah. D, was there anything else you wanted to say or talk or close out? Um, thoughts? Um, yeah. Uh, as far as the my last thought on Tales of the Jedi, I would give that series a solid B. And then I call it good. Could call it good on that. Um, I'm looking forward to the, the the Sith series that's coming out next year, or whenever that drops. So hopefully that's better. Uh, Tales of the Jedi wasn't bad, but I, I know Sith is going to go much harder when when they do that. It's called Star Wars Acolyte. So when when that drops, I'll be ready for that. Uh, but that's all I got on Tales of the Jedi. Uh, and you, you guys got any scores for it or I'd give it like a solid B plus. Yeah. I haven't seen it. So like I said, after talking to you guys and hearing Cam's explanation of that in the Clone Wars, I'll probably be checking it out so I can get a better uh, feel for those characters. Go ahead and get that black Adam in too. Ooh. <laughs> oh, definitely. After this, after your guys' review, I got Black Adam to watch. I got the you know Clone Wars to catch up on and the Tales Barbarian of the Jedi. Barbarian and Tales Barbarian. of Jedi. Man, I got a lot take, of stuff. Take, your, take yeah. your time. You got Make a list. Time. You take your time. Yeah. Me, me too. Uh, yeah. What about See. you, Cam? About the uh, Star Wars series. Oh, oh, he, he you gave it a, a B, didn't you? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so uh EJ gave it a B plus and Cam gave it a B. Okay. okay. Cam said B plus. I've still gotta watch it, so I don't know oh, what oh, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh I, I still gotta watch it myself. Okay. But you know, like I yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, well uh that's all I got for Tales of the Jedi. And then my last uh couple announcements is that um tomorrow we're looking to do the Halloween special. Uh, I won't be able to be in the stream, but I will be able to be in the comments. So if we are able to find a replacement uh, for me, then uh, we'll still be able to talk about all these different horror movies and uh, horror projects uh, and whatnot. And that should be the announcement will drop first thing in the morning as soon as we figure out a time. But uh, expect roughly like seven or eight, maybe. Uh, whatever works with the other hosts and help them come through and talk about their favorite horror stuff. And so that'll count as the Halloween special. Uh, I work next weekend, so I won't be able to do any more con content, but uh, yeah, that, that should be it for the October streamathon. Uh, we got one more Twitch stream with Will. Uh, we're supposed to do an interview with uh, Nick Smith about his red carpet premiere, but because I'm working, awesome. yeah, I won't be able to to be a part of that. But um, if episode eleven is supposed to be pri primarily reviewing Black Panther two, so we'll try to get Nick Smith in for that as well. Yeah, that would be excellent. I don't know if you've seen or Cam. Have you seen the 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 clips and stuff from the the pictures and so forth from the red carpet? For oh man, if you get a chance, check that out. It's Nick Smith stuff. You got to put that up for some of the photos. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. The access he got is just uh, it was impressive. Yeah, he got a picture with freaking Faye. That should be that yeah. would have been my profile picture. Like, Signatures on his, on his helmet that's from funny. the director, and yeah, I was like, wow, man, that's awesome. Yeah, he did it big. Damn. 
but yeah, the, a, after the Halloween special, uh, as far as the main podcast go, this will be the last. These will be the last two contents that you'll see uh, from us until then. Otherwise, you'll see a lot of Twitch streaming with Emperor, and uh, and we'll we'll just be waiting a little bit for episode eleven uh, after we catch One Piece film Red and and Black Panther uh, two. But that that's Sounds it good. for me. All right. Um. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, you can catch the uh, gaming streams. Usually, typically, Sundays uh, at 8.30 or 9, um, in between those times, um, Tuesday and, I believe, Thursday, or, well, hold on, Thursday, right, Deontay, or Friday, which one? It is Sunday, Tuesdays, Fridays. Okay, Fridays, eight, uh, 8.30, and in between 8.30 and 9, um, but yeah, it's a lot, so it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I I, I get on there game game with friends. We joke around. It's, sometimes it's live. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of lot a lot of people in the party and stuff, and we just have fun. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just you know me, um, and, and Deontay talking about you know different things that come and stuff. So yeah, the strings are pretty okay. It's pretty good, man. Um, we we try to make it fun for everybody, and uh, that way is 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 entertaining as well. Um, but yeah, looking forward to like you know may, maybe uh, getting some more people to hop on there with you know what I'm saying. Let's you know talk, game, do whatever you know what I'm saying. So, right. Yeah. Be nerds. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Uh, and I think that's uh, that's it for right now. Um, yeah. So, Cam, you got you got anything uh, for for the gang or? No, I mean I'm still. I mean I'm still figuring out. Uh, I still probably need to figure out Twitch, so it might be a while mm-hmm. before I try to attempt that. But okay. uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, I don't know what you're playing on Twitch, but is it you guys are all trying to be on the same game together? Um, no, uh, that we're trying to like uh play different that that uh, be diverse and like do different games. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, well, what are you playing right now? It, it, like we we do. Um, like I don't know. Whenever Deontay get his TV, you may see us game together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right, you know, sometimes we do our own thing. Sometimes we game together. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm in the same boat as Cam. If you teach me uh, Twitch stuff, and I mean, I'm, I'm down yeah. to try whatever. So, like I said, I just appreciate sure being here. Yeah, you you, you could definitely uh, catch Will on uh, Warframe and Elden Ring, and and, uh, and hopefully some new uh, the new upcoming games. I I, I know there's a game. Uh, what is it called? Descendants or something like that. The okay. Descendants. Uh, I want to check that out whenever it comes out. So, um, yeah, right. You'll catch me right on now, Twitch I'm soon too, playing Pokemon Violet same. coming soon. So, same. yeah, we're definitely gonna be doing that for sure. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, be doing. I'll be probably doing that uh, right now. I'm sick. Right now, I'm playing Gotham Knights, uh, and uh, 
I've got I'll begin Sonic Frontiers, and I've got a whole slurry yes. of other games that I can okay. Twitch stream. Here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Can't wait for Sonic. We get, yeah, we definitely gotta get you on the schedule too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I if I do join in and it's just uh, playing games, it'd probably be a lot of uh, uh, horror games. If you if you tune in, huh, huh. I like uh, need that Resident Evil, Silent Hill, oh, Dead Space. I can't wait for Dead Space jump scares, baby. Probably, yeah, man. Um, and the Callisto product protocol. Callisto protocol. I'm trying to pick that up. Um, yeah, I, hey, I love those. You if know. they have cr- cross platform gaming, hey, invite me. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna do be doing most of the running and yelling, but uh, yeah, man, yeah. it should be entertaining. Right, and Eric, I can probably give you my, I can probably send you my, my tag too. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yes, sir. Shoot, all right. that's all we got, man. We appreciate everybody that stopped by and and checked out the bonus episode. Hopped in the comment section, showed us love. Absolutely. Uh. We will catch y'all again tomorrow. Uh, probably won't be the exact same squad tomorrow, but I'll, I'll definitely be around yeah. to support. Uh, we we got to do it for the spirit of Halloween. I would have dressed up as Cad Bane for Halloween, but a lot of stuff fell through from my cosplay. Very first cosplay that went sideways, but oh well. Save um, it for next year. You guys well, will catch always, me. You know, cosplay doesn't have a exact you know holiday, so you can always do right. it any other night of the, the podcast. Yeah. You'll catch me suited up one way or another for sure. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, that is it for the bonus episode. Everybody, stay blessed, stay safe, and stay nerdy. Yes, sir. We love you guys. Thank you for the support, and we'll see y'all next time. All right, take care, guys. All yes, right. sir. Peace.